Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It is Friday, April 2nd, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 385. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by Rob Zachney. Good morning. Ricardo Contreras. Hello. And Patrick Klepik. There's nobody in this house. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Let's go. Where did everyone in your house go? It's a great question. Uh, No, my wife don't care. (laughs) Yeah, you've... you've, Hmm? Hold on, let me think about that. I don't know. Weird. Bye. I don't have a car either, though, so I'm stuck. I live here. I live here now. That's it. This is it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Although I guess I have for the past year or so. Uh, yeah, that well. is yeah, that is the thing, isn't hmm. it? Um, well, how's this one doing? shot doesn't change anything. Are you? So you're now in the middle of your one shot. I yeah. am deleting and putting back in my zip code over and over again at the NYC Health page to see if I can get an appointment. Ever that was my world was. Uh, I became like the nexus for booking like lots of people's appointments because. I was the one willing to like go in the Facebook groups that had the Google Uh spreadsheets that told you what specific, both like what hours, different websites, like the CVS versus the Walgreens versus the Sam's club versus the whatever, when to check. uh, And just had like people's information written down so I could like book appointments uh, for people or would call them. Um, So my, my uh, Jessica usually wakes me up around six 30. She just, she doesn't really push me. She just sta- she her she just puts her face as close to mine as possible um, in the bed until I am t- awake to a nightmare um, that repeats daily. Um, and then I get her set up with some uh, cereal in bed, and I like would load the iPad and just scroll through all the websites. And then eventually, I don't know, Chicago or Illinois said, "Ah." Media is a new group, which, you know, on some level, like, and it was like, but it came at the same time that they unlocked it for, like, bartenders and, like, you know, other kinds of staff. Like, that doesn't feel on the level. <laughs> no, bartenders but, seem to be more forward-facing, I would say. Than, yeah, than, yeah. Well, I, guess, I guess there are media folks who are out there in that but way. It just seems right. like th- those the retail folks should have happened a little bit sooner. Yeah. Than, and, and also is a much, much larger class of people than, quote, the media. Um so anyway, I went to a, a Sam's Club in Rockford, Illinois, in the middle of middle of nowhere, um, and uh, it was, That's it was exactly funny. Where I would expect Patrick Klepek would get his shot. Yep, <laughs> um, it's right in the right in the middle of uh, a farm uh, field around me, and uh, they there was someone next to me that uh, was like asking, like, "Hey, I've had trouble getting a shot. You know, do you have any extra?" Which like sometimes works, sure. um, and. They actually, they were talking how they were frustrated. So I was like kind of keeping tabs on the conversation because if it didn't work out for them, I was going to like give them a couple of tips of like the Facebook group to join, yada, yada, yada. Um, instead, they had an extra one and 
Uh, so he gets it, and then I, you know, I got mine first. I'm sitting down in like the the room to see if I, you know, turn into a microchip. And uh, he sits down next to me while he's waiting to get his. And I was like, "Hey, congratulations! That's really cool. Like, I drove an hour. Like, that's cool that you were able to just like walk up and, and get it." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, who really wants to get this? But my work is making me do it, so I guess I'm here." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I'm glad your work is." Yeah. And he's sitting there with like a young, uh, like a young girl who's like not that much younger than my daughter, and I'm just. You know, just clenching my fist, but also like, well, I'm glad your work is forcing you uh, to do it. That that's uh, sucks. I mean, that part of the, you know, Illinois is um, similar to, you know, California in which there's a big city and then you go a little bit outside of it and the rest is uh, just a different world politically and culturally. But yeah, so I'm in the in between where it's like, cool, like I've got the midichlorians, but not all of them. (laughs) I'm glad the conversation didn't turn with that person. Like, oh, how are you qualified? And you have to say, I'm with the media. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I should have had an answer ready to go because he, I, I don't think yeah. he would have, uh, whatever. His ass just showed up and said, yeah. you got me. And so. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so you're halfway through. You 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 get your second shot in a couple of weeks, presumably yeah, the nineteenth or or something something like that. So yeah, m- most of like most of like the immediate people that I will interact with, by, you know, by Memorial Day seems like they will be able to have like gone through the process, which is faster than I I would have yeah. uh, predicted in a in a way that's like really like things won't be normal, but it's like nice that I'll be able to. Like hug my brother. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, the Vax Four Number Four NYC dot NYC dot gov site is driving me up a wall because the way it works is is bad. Uh, <laughs> you you put in your information and then uh-huh. you do a start search start search on you know today four one twenty twenty one and then you you it, it shows stuff and then if you want to like redo that there's a previous button but that previous button brings you back and has to makes you put some information back in Ugh. or you can hit sort by zip code and just put you can hit delete like backspace and then put your last digit back in and it'll run it again and so you're just sitting on this website hitting backspace one back my last the last digit of my zip code is a one which i guess i'm doxing myself Damn. backspace one <laughs> backspace one backspace one over and over again uh and that what happens is a thing will show up you ha- you do it over and over again because i'm i'm being as serious as like as i can be an appointment will show up at any time yep. for 3 seconds yep and the problem the real problem is even as someone who's lived here now for a number of years I don't I can't place everywhere instantly in my own head as to how close it is to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that the Rockaways? That's like twelve miles away, but still in Queens. Should I take that appointment? <laughs> and then I realize, oh no, that appointment is in twenty minutes. I I literally couldn't get there in twenty minutes. So uh, someone must have just dropped out. And the other thing that happens is sometimes it'll be like, oh, yeah, we have an, there's an appointment in on Staten Island, which I'm definitely not taking because there's, there's no <laughs> way for me to get to Staten Island, like, reliably without a car. Um, I guess, like, I could go to the ferry and take the ferry. And that'll be, like, three days from now. 
And at that point, I can't just do the zip code thing anymore because you have to start the search on the day it is. So then you have to go over. If you try to do it, it's like, well, you can't do the search. It's the future. Start the search on the day it is. Uh. So you have to go over, change the calendar back to today, <laughs> put your zip code back in and run the search again. And you just have to do that all the time. Like there, boom, this one just showed up. Uh, this is this is an appointment in 20 minutes. I could not make it to that appointment. Thank you for thank you for, for putting it there. Well, the, the other thing is, New York. Uh, is, is out here. Like, you know, the density of Illinois is in um, the northeast, like where Chicago and uh, yeah. a lot of the suburbs are. But, like, if you wanted a uh, – uh, Illinois has done some things. Like, there are certain, uh, like, vaccination sites, like, at a, like the United Center where, like, the, the Bulls play. Like, mm-hmm. that is specifically for, like, underserved communities. So, like, they process that by zip code. So, you know, like, they'll turn – they will turn – like, I've seen plenty of – Right. Uh, on the Facebook group, it's plenty of white people being like, whoops, I showed up and they said no, which is good. Like that, you know, they're trying to set some of that stuff up. But in the more rural areas, like you go down south, like both because of population density and cultural uh, differences, um, there's just way more of it. So like you want to go to Springfield, mm-hmm. Illinois, you want to drive four and a half hours, like they'll give you one. You got to go four and a half down, four and a half back and then do that shit again in a month. But, you know, if you wanted one, and it's just a drive-up site. Like, you just show right. up and just zoop, and you leave. And I've had some friends who are just like, I'm tired of this, like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to take a day and then another day and just get it just done. Do it. And, I, yeah. and I can't really blame them uh, for that instead of, you know, I mean, the inferior, like, the way of, you, there'd be times where I'd be finding uh, an appointment for someone. You get the first appointment. Some places only make you book the first one. Some places make you book both of them at the same time together. Huh. Yeah. Um, and you would get these like really frustrating situations where you'd, you'd pick the the first one and then be like, ah, shit. Well, all the second sh- shot slots are gone. So you just can't even book this first one. I was like, no, but like, why can't I just give me the first one and I'll figure the rest out later? Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's it seems like it's getting better, but it's it's. Yeah, it'll get messy. there. It'll get there. It'll get there. I'm telling myself this to ease my own. Well, it's just Um, weird to have it like so close. It's so close. I I, I mean, I woke up today and had two different things say that. There's also a different thing. There's also vaccinefinder.nyc.gov that just says, hey, there's there's first dose appointments available at this place. And that that's the one that also includes all of the pharmacies and, you know, other smaller places. Is that official or just like some 13-year-old This is official. This is another official <laughs> <Okay>. thing. <laughs> Except it's wrong, of course, because it's like, oh, yeah, your Walgreens has stuff. Or my, your Rite Aid has stuff. No, it doesn't. It may have it may have four hours ago, you know, uh, but you've yeah, not updated not. this to say that it doesn't anymore. Yeah. And so there was a, a there was of, a, a there was an article written up about a about I invoke thirteen year old because there was a thirteen year old out here, right. um, somewhere in the suburbs when it was really challenging for uh, uh, you know elderly folk to get the the, the shot and. The website was like all online. They hadn't set up a decent, like a hotline yet. Which, come on, like, what yeah. is a seventy-five year old like? They're gonna like understand how like like caching on like a website works, right. and that you should be hitting F five, you know. So this thirteen-year-old like set up literally a booth, like he like tra- he turned uh like you know like a playhouse in their backyard into a spot that folks could come you know, with a mask and he would take their information yeah. and he would like, he would do, he would set up their appointment with them at this little hut. Aww. Um, <laughs> and like cute. did that for like dozens of, of people in the area. I was like, that sucks that the infrastructure, like, Oh yeah. Had a, had a year, uh, to, to, to prepare and, and couldn't get that ready. Um, such as the nature of things, but you know, entre- the, entrepreneurs abound. That's a real, uh, 
you know, this GoFundMe shows that the community <laughs> can do what infrastructure can't. Yeah. <laughs> or has failed to. Um, the community the bought this woman like, a car. Yeah. The direction of all public services has been to try to deny them more than it is to provide them. And yeah. so, like, when it comes time to, man, if only there were some way we could massively disperse some kind of benefit to... <laughs> All people in this country, damn, we just oh don't know how to do that. No, Gosh, we hate gee. doing it. We've never built uh, a, a a way to do it. So uh, put the healthcare.gov team on it. I was I, I, I was yeah, just about, <laughs> I was just thinking about how like the fact that the healthcare that we can't do this through healthcare.gov right. is uh, uh, an indictment of that pro of, of that project in some ways, right? That like here is supposed to be something. That was a vector for uh, for everybody to get healthcare through uh, if you weren't already covered, and like that should have infrastructurally been set up to be able to handle something like this. I mean, obviously, the, lo the local, the underst the understaffed, underfunded local governments—they need to distribute this, yeah. Austin. Uh -huh. Like instead of just like mass vax. Everyone I know uh -huh. that's gone to like a mass vaccination site, like set up by like the military, basically. FEMA, it's like yeah. You're you're in and out like yeah, it's like course, yeah. you're 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 there at ten thirty you're out at ten forty five and like it couldn't be because you know for for better or worse like they're built to do that they're shit. Able, and they're funded right <laughs> yes they're, yes, they're yes. overfunded and so mm -hmm. uh, um anyway I beat I I beat I didn't beat. I saw you're credits. Done, you, you've chosen to be done with. No, I'm not done with it yet. I'm not okay. done with it yet because I haven't I, – I've like – I've plans to play multiplayer with a bunch of people. Monster Hunter Rise. The credits are just so early in that game. I don't Very understand early. it. It doesn't make Cody, any you hit them sense. too. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, well, in the middle because of the there's stream, no story? Yeah, basically. I guess so. But this like given that, they could have pushed the credits back <laughs> also. Like right. if, it's not like there was a – it's after like a, a rank four mission. It's after the rank four urgent mission, right? Kato? It's, uh, yeah, Magnamalo, right? But it's not even the first time I fought Magnamalo. Like, I fought Magnamalo really? before. Don't you fight Magnamalo on the lava place? Is that not Magnamalo? Oh, I mean, I think you can, maybe, but I didn't. It wasn't one of the required ones on the, on mm. the way there. Because I that, okay. that, that was my first fight against Magnamalo. Who is the like mascot, quote unquote? monster for this game right right like, um so like that this one is God. this they sent they sent me this what the fuck Magnamalo. yeah you got a yeah. magnamala what you yeah. captured well him. they yeah they <laughs> i felt bad yo that's sick uh, it's pretty good you that's can good, God, i'll just yeah. give, i'll just i'll just yo, send you want this yeah i want it yeah i'm not no i'm not paying <laughs> actual money to send this to you but the next time i can come to new york i will put it in a bag <laughs> Uh, you know what? Maybe it was a hub quest I just happened to do, mm. Kato. Right. It might right. be like a like a because I was just doing those for fun. Yeah. There was a there's a three star Magnamalo uh, urgent quest. There you go. Uh, which is which is or hub quest uh, that's urgent. Yeah. And, I wasn't and you touching do that, the, that's Magnamalo. The hub okay. at all. So that wasn't even the first time I'd beaten Magnamalo. Sure. Uh, who's who's <laughs> that's a big so funny lava <laughs> tiger basically or like dark dark fire tiger beast yeah um 
so yeah, it was weird. It kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and, and, and also it doesn't put you, it's not like that's like, and now you're in high rank. It's like, you still have a couple more ranks to go through, right? <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Of <laughs> wait, wait, so you, hold on. So, so, okay. So you, like the way Monster Hunter works is like, you're in, you're in the fight. Then, you know, if they die, you then you might, you know, you're like, you're slashing yes. them up to get your, Car- your carving, carving them up. Sorry, excuse mm. me. Um, and is it then like it hit, you know, mission Dude, credits finish? Like, I, or like he I falls actually, and like while you're carving, it's like, you know, producer, uh, yeah. senior. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. I got yeah. the thing that actually happened was a friend of mine like messaged me about. You know, let's say at at 11 p.m. and was like, "Hey, have you seen the credits for Monster Hunter yet? Do you mind an extremely soft spoiler for the credits experience?" There's a really neat little stinger at the end, um, and and she sent that to me again at like 11 p.m. And I was like, "Oh, that's." I was like, "No, yeah, go ahead and send it over." Uh, I think I'm. I was like, "I'm still. I'm still pretty low rank. I haven't even gotten you know to to the like to the top of the low rank stuff yet." And then 20 minutes later, I was like, am I in the last? Did I? And then the credits started playing. And I was like, oh, I should have just waited. If I had just said, no, I think I'm close. Um, she'd even said, she was even like, uh, I'm surprised you haven't gotten to the credits. They're pretty early. And it's so, like immediately after after that, I got there. Um, you know, there's a long credit we, sequence. We all played like uh, 40 to, I don't know, 40 to 60 hours of world, probably, like, is probably where I, I settled, and I never yeah. saw credits on that. We got to Did we, pass, did we not, yeah, did we, did the we talked about, like, doing it on a stream, and then yeah. just another game, like, uh, stuff yeah. came up, and we all totally. just, like, were like, ah, I guess we're, didn't feel yeah, like all their Elder Dragon the shit, on. all their Elder Dragon, like, endgame shit, I think was, was, like, there weren't credits post-Nurkagante, the big final no. Nurkagante fight, but before doing, like, the Kirin and the other uh, wind dragon thing. And mm-hmm. um, and it's whatever. Obviously, the game is still – the bulk of the game – this feels like the real Monster Hunter Rise starts here in terms of yeah. there being – there still are probably dozens of monsters I haven't fought. Um, huge chunks of the tech tree uh, available. I still have not unlocked all of the new skill stuff. Um Kato, it sounds like you're you're going even deeper than me here. So, how are you feeling about it? Uh, you know, I'm enjoying the game a lot, but it yeah that that placement is just so bizarre to me still. Because yeah, it doesn't delineate anything. Like, not even. Are there still cutscenes? Because you you you've kept playing at this point, whereas I kind of just did this. Yeah, no. Are I mean, there still like developments? No, not really. Okay, you know, I mean, not just so do far. those missions just, for the cute town. Yeah, I mean, I I have I have to. I went up one rank more, and um, you know everything's normal. I mean, the 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 quest continues to like move on and like, you know, give you new special quests or side quests or whatever. But there has yeah, there hasn't been any like, there's still story happening really necessarily. Um, I only did the that rampage thing once, which seems odd for how that's like, hey, this is big new thing that we're doing this game, which. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine with perfectly <laughs> happy. With, yeah, I bet in multiplayer, I, I've watched some people play multiplayer now, and that seems kind of nice. Uh, that seems kind of fun sure, in comparison because totally. it's just a little bit more. It's like more chaotic, but in a good way. Um, right, right. Uh, I can see that working so. for sure. But like in in single player, you're just like dropping a bunch of auditors and then putting one up for yourself, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's whatever. You're on a you're on a turn in a Monster Hunter game, not you know particularly exciting or anything yeah, yeah um but yeah i mean it's uh it's like 
there's harder fights after Magnamalo, like immediately. Like there's there wasn't even uh like we're gonna it, it yeah, it's it's a bizarre point to put credits and um I it's just like speaks to how much this game does not uh care for any of its like narrative trappings other than it being flavor at this mm-hmm. point it's just like this is this is the flavor we're giving it but we're like not interested in telling a story about these people like really um we're just fine like it doesn't have to it's just like uh a kind of a weird step after world was so kind of interested in giving you lots of cutscenes and giving you a narrative through line to mm-hmm. to to the fights so you know i'm yeah. still enjoying it a lot like the 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 gameplay itself is still i've been fun. pulled back to switch axe i love it too nice. much and i still like longsword a lot but i'm i put some more time to switch axe and like built a bunch of them and and just the, the the extra mobility makes that thing so good the extra mobility and then there's also just like tools to keep your keep you in the most powerful mode that you that that you want to be in in that weapon and it's just fun to have all that uptime basically nice um, yeah so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep chipping at it and getting some multiplayer stuff this weekend probably so I'm excited for that. Um, anyone else? Uh, any, any any other stuff that's 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 a little more a little more uh, uh, you know cutting cutting edge recent? Patrick, I know I know that you got and I've seen you know early. I guess pre- are we at the preview stage right now? For- Do we? Uh, uh, they sent out the finished version of um, near. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are they? What are they calling this? Uh, this near, is a near replicant, <laughs> replicant version, version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine is what it looks like. I think that it ends on that nine. Yeah, nine dot dot dot. The ellipsis <laughs> at the end is part of the title. That's great. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 the full game, um, uh, which comes out towards the end of April. Um, suggesting maybe this game has maybe been done for. <laughs> A hot yeah. minute. Um, uh, but yeah, it's weird because I, I, like a lot of people, played, you know, the most recent Nier um, because, I mean, when I think of, when you ask me about uh, Nier Replicant, I think of Justin McElroy trying to fish. Um, right. That, that is like my most preeminent memory that is of that thing, game. That, that absolutely dominated the Twitter, like, game It's so sphere. quaint now. Like, it is it, too... For people unfamiliar, because I don't know how archives are like happen with a joystick at, at this point for that yeah. era of the site, but basically, mm. if I remember correctly, Justin McElroy was assigned to review Near Replicant. This is like, you know, there have been Drakengard games, but like no one knew who Yokotaro was, like gave a shit. Like, no, I mean, like in our like Western sphere, like yeah. I don't know how he was perceived or how Drakengard was perceived at that point, um, uh, culturally in different, different spaces, but, um, you know, it was just, ah, Square's putting out this new action RPG. And he wrote this review where he didn't understand or like the fishing game to such a degree that he didn't want to play the game anymore. And then that became sort of like the If this dropped today, review. it would be, I'm reading it now. and Multi-week it is scandal. The, yeah, it would be, <laughs> I played four long hours of Nier with the, because remember, this is dropped as Nier. Uh, there, there were the replicant and the uh, what's. Yeah, I guess Gestalt. Well, uh, yeah, uh, because like Square Enix like forced them to change the gender of the of the character to make them no, it wasn't the gender, it wasn't was, it? It was it's it's two dudes, but it's the it's replicant had like a young hot boy like like Bashonen style in in Japan, and then and then Gestalt had like dad, and literally the relationship to the to the like main 
like female, not main female character, but but you're either her dad in the American release or her brother in the Japanese release. Ah, uh, but it's the same yeah. story. It's the otherwise. same story. Okay, yes, exactly. Gotcha. I played four long hours of Nier with the full intention of completing a review of the game. Four long hours. Uh, <laughs> but after reaching the point you see in the video above, uh, which is a fishing video, I and my capacity uh-huh. as reviews editor decided it was inadvisable to continue with that plan. I have a beloved wife and cat that depend on my continued sanity and a TV that I can't currently afford to replace should I be prompted to put it through my living room window. Uh, and then there's like another paragraph about like the nice touches in Nier about good music and you know but it, but kind of didn't feel good as an open world action RPG and didn't think the graphics are particularly good and the design team uh, some, some hits here that is also the design team was seemingly in dire need of staff members in possession of human souls uh, <laughs> and then and then that's and then a pro tip about the fishing uh, and that's it Where's so. where's Gita Jackson's expose on this? Like a look back on this review and its uh, cultural impact. Uh, I, f- I feel like if this review dropped today, <laughs> it would be I I oh, the world would the react reception would not be great. And in retrospect, it wasn't it like, wasn't then either. No. Like, <laughs> but but it, but but back then, like it, it, I think that the the response had more to do with the the tone than it had to do with like. Hey, like Yokotaro is a is a is a is a visionary. Like, step the fuck off. It was more just like the tone of the the review itself. Do you think there's a lot more sympathy too for people just running out of patience with inscrutable weird shit? In like, I saw that fishing video clip because he posted one on Twitter where he was like, "I've been doing this for hours," and I was like, "That looks <laughs> enraging." Now, the key context was he's fishing in the wrong location. This this right. was yes. why <laughs> this like progress protest. stalled. He had missed some key indicator that was like, "No, you fish over here." And that's the that's the quest item. So he was just doing the fishing mini game for hours, trying to catch a fish that was not there, um, which I think is also a powerful commentary of of, <laughs> some, of a sort. But yeah, like like I watched that video, and as a freelancer, I was like, oh yeah, fuck that game, like absolutely <laughs> not. But the realization after the fact that like no, he's just he's literally in the wrong place, and if he'd just gone somewhere else, he would have proceeded straight Continue through to play this game yeah 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 it is what it is uh so, so it's just like that that is like if you like uh prior to playing uh you know automata like that's uh, uh, automata i need to get that i we, we did we went back and forth on that a bunch of times oh, when we talked did. about that automata. game people yeah. were very very mad about uh-huh. that um pronunciation uh, people's feelings don't matter though no but i did want to get that right it just it, <laughs> but some of them do uh but it was one of those things where like i'm sorry i've just said it so many times but then when i think about it i like question like wait which one am i su- fuck which one am i supposed to say so that's where i'm at with with um uh, with that game, but it was I, I, you know, most people didn't play Replicant. Like that game, that like game did not so particularly. It is, it is the well. definition of of not even cult hit, just like cult. Like mm-hmm. it had like a small audience that like was sitting there beating the drum of like this game has an interesting story despite the fact that the visuals don't look very good. Um, because it didn't even look that great at at the time. It was a pretty sparse well, looking. Yeah, it's funny. RPG. Like, go watch it now. It it, it very much it. it I think in my mind, everything from that era has started to look like that in my mind, uh-huh. even though you're totally right. I think one of the things that, that was that was rough about it at the time was just like there isn't a lot in there isn't a lot of color or texture. It's a lot of big open. It was very bland. Like it was very spaces, it was right? very yeah. bland looking like it was very yeah. um, 
And like generic is like the last, like, you know, like kind of something you would associate with uh, Taro's work, even in like the like bonkers, uh, you know, single frame rate uh, uh, Dragon Card games. Stuff, but, yeah. but that's always that. That is, you know, that, that there's also a history of like Taro's work is often, I don't know about like stretching technical limitations necessarily, but that's not at the forefront of like what is being prioritized um, in in the design of of the games that he, he had worked on uh, in the past. And um, so yeah, you know, but I played the you know. Uh, played you know the most recent year and it was like that's one of my probably one of my favorite games of all time probably like that game like really hit and continues to hit like stay there like the Mm -hmm. further distance i i get from it to the point where i've like forgotten enough that story that it's like damn like i can play that game again and enjoy it but then i've seen some people going and doing that as they've gotten ready for replicate and being like wow path b really sucks which is uh like it's it's the roughest patch like in in you know, in that game, you know, you have to beat it multiple times, but that's kind of a misnomer. That's not really what you're doing. I did. But, okay. But Path, though, B, Path B really is kind of just playing the game a second time, a second but time. truncated. And with I did worse see someone, combat mechanics. I did see someone recently, a friend of mine was playing through it for the first time who had not been spoiled on, like, its structure. Mm. And was commenting on, like, how neat it was that there were some things in Path B, in the second playthrough that uh-huh. were different. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> oh, so you've cool. no idea. You've no idea what you're about to get into. That's very fun to me. That is that is delightful that you yeah. could just stumble into the rabbit hole of that game as opposed to people just pleading with you to play it, Please um, play it. Yeah. six uh-huh. times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So it, it was interesting to sit. I've played three, three and a half hours of, of Replicant. Um, and... I mean, just technically speaking, like it, it, like it, it looks really nice. You know, it runs at sixty frames a second. It's not a native PS5 game. I'm, so I'm playing it on a PS5, but it is okay. on a. It is, you know, comes up as a PS4 uh, game. Um, but I, you know, like there's nothing about it that like screams to me like problem. Like it, it looks uh, gorgeous, and it seems like they've done. Um, it's, from what I understand, like done like real work to update the aesthetics of this game. It is not is not purely just up the frame rate, up the mm-hmm. um, uh, resolution. You know, this they've done like texture work and, and model work, and um, it just it, it's gotten like a really good aesthetic pass. Um, but what I also understand, like I don't think they've really touched anything else mechanically. There's new voice actors, like you know, th- this game does have, I believe, completely new voice mm. acting uh, across the board. Um, uh, but in terms of like the like one of the things I was hearing from people who had played was like I like one of the things that was like really nice about the most recent near was the fact that like they partnered with Platinum. And so that game's combat mechanics aren't incredible, but like they're competent and like feel pretty good, even if it gets pretty repetitive over the like hour count that that game plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, Replicant, at least so far, is like, yeah, I'm playing an old pretty mediocre like character action RPG. It's not bad, but it's, you know, it's, it's not platinum and like that hasn't changed um, with this. And so, you know, you're coming into it, you know, you know, with this aesthetic past that you're hoping can get you to the story that people still to this day claim is like one of the, the better stories in, in video games. And the weird, so the weird part of playing it is that, um, when I played automata, I then looked up, I was like, I'm never going to play, near (laughs) like what like no like that's not gonna happen so i watched a spoiler video that explained everything about that game and i have you remember any of it so the weird part is and i don't want to get into any spoilers but like there um 
they're, they're, the, the main enemies you uh, fight in uh, Near Replicant are these things called the, uh, the Shade. Um, they look kind of, I don't know, like weird digitized creature things. I'm not sure really sure. They kind of look like a character from the main character of Res, and they're just like kind of plopping around. And, and they look kind of like Heartless. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, they, they're definitely running around like some Heartless mm-hmm. motherfuckers. And, um, you know, there is, you know, the nature of the Shade I, I know is like a big holy shit moment. And I know, I know, I know it. Like it's in, it's, it's in, in my brain somewhere. Yeah. And I was doing the thing where when I was playing it uh, last night, I was like, I don't want to remember it. I was like trying to suppress a spoiler. I was like, I'm now playing the yeah, game. But I would like to know just... that that's like a don't think of an elephant thing. Where like <laughs> the more you. Well, no, that's what, ha- that's what happened. And then I yeah. started like, my brain started running through theories and I don't know what it is. And it's, I, what's most likely is I, I believe I've probably thought of the spoiler, but don't know that it's the spoiler. And so I just right. won't know it until the game like confirms it in the narrative, which I guess yeah. is like a, a decent place to be. Plus, I've heard from many folks that it's not a game that you can really like you can like yes, you can explain story beats and certain revelations, but that the the true joy of the the plot um and the is like the characters and the journey that go on. So I'm not like I'm not sitting here like too worried yeah. that if I if I if I fall upon the nature of the shade in my brain rot that it'll um have a material impact on on the experience but it seems it seems cool like i'm I, excited um, to play a brand new yeah near, what is essentially a brand new near <laughs> game you, yeah. for me the the mm. I, I so i'm i'm i just double checked they, there they have said they have touched the combat here the have combat okay. has, right. has been updated but but from what it from what i've read basically like the stuff that made it what it was which a lot of it seems to be about like magic spells that the grimoire does um and and yeah you got a cool ass sarcastic talking book right exactly loves talking shit um and so and so that's still there and then like the um the thing that that seems the thing that i remember watching people play that game and thinking and obviously some of this is in automata um is a lot of bullet hell type stuff, 3D yeah. like arena bullet hell stuff. And I would imagine that if that stuff is still there, the feel of what that game is still f- will feel like that game. You know what I mean? Because that yeah, was not- I, 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 yeah, I guess my understanding of like the the, the the change they made is like it's not a full on right. like remake. Like it it has been right. tool it has been like tool. There's that quality of life improvements. It has been. But like the major stuff has happened in the visuals, and the other stuff is is it looks is, it looks really nice. It looks yeah. it looks really nice. Um, I, you know, I forgot how much the you know the this how good the soundtrack is to this series, and mm-hmm. there is some. The, have you had the realization where you're like, oh, the reason that the uh, the automata soundtrack is so good is the near soundtrack was already so good, and they're like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, like yeah. yeah, like I I got to like the first open field, um, and like some coral some like awesome coral bullshit started playing and i was like yeah like i'm i'm back in near let's go yeah. um, i'm watching video footage i'm like i'm i'm feeling the hype build in my body and i'm like <laughs> oh yeah this is the oh, this yeah, is the near. thing i'm looking forward to most in the next well it was it was kind of uh, weird where it's like you know uh on, on one hand the games industry especially uh in recent years like where game production um goes right up until release with like day one patches like you you've uh these days you you get games so close to release um that it's like mm-hmm. difficult to you know properly do criticism um as a result and and this I got 
the game, you know, like a full, you know, I've been sitting on the code for a week. I've got like a full month in in advance. But at the same time, it's like the fun of like a a near game is like, I want to do this. I want to go through all this bullshit with my friends. And because I know that for most of us, like we're probably all going to play, most of us are going to play Replicant and it's going to be pretty new to most of us. And like, oh, like I would love to, you know, I don't think that's going to stop me. I'm just going to, I'm going to play that shit. But um, yeah, that's um, what I would do. Fuck it. No, also, but it, like you can find all of the lore videos you want to and, and shit out there now because of how it was already in. That's true. I can go have the like post like, lore yeah. discussion because. Uh, well, well, I guess, I guess has, that's the question is, do we know if there's changes? Do we know if there's narrative? We don't. We don't. I saw additions. Like, um, Gene Park of the Washington Post, who has uh, played a decent chunk of this and ha- like knows the original uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Um he said he hadn't gotten far enough to see if there was like a uh, post because, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, uh, Taro said that he's working on something else. I believe it's also a collaboration between square and platinum again, I I think. And so you would think that it would not be shocking if like the reason to revisit that is, is both to capitalize on the newfound population, Mm -hmm. the popularity of a series that otherwise was uh, ignored. Um, And also wouldn't it be convenient to set up, some sort of narrative through line between, because is my understanding that actually like the Dragon Guard games take place in oh, the yeah, near universe? All connected. It's, all it's all connected. connected. But over, over the course of like tens of thousands of yeah. years, I mean, I don't. Um, a minor spoiler for uh, a Replicant if you don't want to know like anything about because I'm not gonna, I don't get the story, but like you know, this is the first 15 minutes is like a sequence occurs cut to black and it's like 1400 years later yes. and you're just like and then the and then the real game begins and you're like what yeah, um it, it, that part rules i remember watching that happen and thinking it was the coolest thing i'm now like retroactively mad at myself for not playing this game and i, I realize why too. i didn't play I, I do now understand why i didn't play this game when it came out which is it reviewed pretty poorly and yep. i was broke I was not buying. I was not buying everything. You're not going to play it risk for a, cu- a cult game that your one friend said maybe <laughs> no, you should no, check out. No, I did out. do that, and that was Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> and that's what I could afford right. that year. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that was like the I was I was very much beholden to like. Do I really think that I'm going to like this thing that's going to cost me sixty dollars? Um, and and I think that there was just not enough. There, there wasn't a. I was, I was probably still too much in normie game review space at that point. The people who are, who are, you know, saying this is actually extremely good. I was not hearing their voices at that point, unfortunately. Well, and it was and, also a game if, that I, yeah, I had heard from even from enthusiasts of the game were like, well, you could kind of just watch some videos and get like there, there. I don't think there are that many people who are sitting and banging the drum for. For for replicant, they're they're gonna sit and be like like die on the hill of like the gameplay mechanics. Like they're fine, they're serviceable. They're out there. No, I know those I, people. Look, I know, I, I know. Look, you but know yeah, those but people. Everyone's out there, but like that doesn't <laughs> yes. mean they count. Um, <laughs> Wait, what makes every guy count? exists. Pronunciation people, mechanics people. <laughs> hey, Kato, you hear that? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> this is the no I, mechanics I just, game game discussion. What I would podcast. love, what I would genuinely love, is a is is uh, like I, I have friends who who swear by uh the the first nears combat in comparison to uh automata and i would love to hear that case made in a more um it's certainly more dynamic even early early on like there's an actual like there's a could you could you parry in the other one you could parry in this one um it's a very wide parry which is always like the joy of like having played way too many from software games like when you play a game which just like 
the widest Perry pot. Like I see you swinging that sword. Like don't uh-huh. worry, I'm You're good. Done. And like yeah. and it, the, the Perry always connects. Um, is 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 kind of a, a joy. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't mean to like insinuate that the combat is like exceptionally poor. Yeah, I get it. You I, think that the combat is trash? <laughs> uh, I just don't think that's what you're here for. Like, I, right, I, not right. that it can be, it, it can, it can serve as the story and maybe it's even better here um, than it was before. And sure, like every game has like this, these mechanics sing to me and like, I wish more games did it. Like, yeah, every game uh, has, has, I'm sure there are, where's the brute force people? Where are you at? Like, come you mm-hmm. know, let me, uh, uh, let me know. Um, well, but write um, a story about them. I will. I will. Yeah, the, 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 the brute force 20, fandom. Thirty years later, the brute force fans who won't give it up. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm. Ex- I you know I can say very little about the story, both because you're not supposed to. Uh, now it's been long enough that like you can do like there could be like NDA spoiler warnings for a game that is technically already out there. <laughs> but also, but also respectfully, like most people, I think you know. Same with Monster Hunter, right? Like a lot of people were introduced to this universe through the last game. And so this really does, despite being a game that came out, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. 10 plus years ago. uh, You know, this, this is, yeah, like this is a brand new game for myself and a lot of people. And that's, that's super cool. Cause it's like, I get this and then, you know, the next near or whatever, you know, Tara was working on, like, you know, could be announced so, this year. Yeah, could be could an, be, like could be part of like yeah. I mean, you know, COVID's kind of fucked everything up, I guess. But yeah. like, wouldn't be shocked if like that game was announced this fall to come out, you know, next summer or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm excited to play more. It's beautiful. Also, it's like <laughs> the first the first quest is like, yo, I the sheep are very aggressive right now. Could you go mm. and um, <laughs> like get? I don't know. I wasn't quite sure what they wanted. Like they're like, go get mutton, and I was like. Well, one, what's mutton? Does anyone, is that like a part of a sheep? Patrick. Patrick. What? <laughs> Rob has walked away. Patrick, do you not. Is this the first time you've heard mutton? The word mutton? I've heard it. I guess I just kind of I, like, I just kind of went in and went out. I, just, yeah, I guess so. Mutton is is like lamb's meat to eat. Okay. I've never. I don't. I don't think I've even eaten lamb. Is, oh, is Have Rob ever had a mutton? Do you think Rob's gonna come back? No, I, like once, but it, I like didn't. <laughs> like I'd rather. I'd rather. Yeah, you know, not my, my favorite. Rob, I thought you might come. Rob doesn't have headphones no. on yet. Rob, I thought you might come back with a cut of mutton. I thought maybe <laughs> I, don't, just I don't like lamb, so like it makes sense that I have not like internal. I'm oh. sorry, I haven't. Anyway, they t- they told me that like, hey, the, they're being kind of aggressive. Could you go get some? And th- this game is like exceptionally violent. You just pull out this giant ass sword and you just <laughs> cut these sheep to you know like and these goats to, to fucking pieces. Like it's 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 very and well now now I've now you've all shamed me and I don't want to continue <laughs> this point. About the game anymore. So yeah. let's yeah. the next version. One point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine dot dot dot. Which Kato, you've pointed out here, yeah. is the approximation of the square root of one point five. Also officially oh. officially abbreviated as uh near replicant version one point two two. Handy shorthand. I'm glad that's that they like gave the square, us an official the square approved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's very funny. Uh that's very funny. So the sheep were being aggressive, and you had to kill them. Yeah, there's. I think the shade, the shade are out there. You know, fucking with them. I don't know. Okay, so it's not like it was like a breed of sheep that were like starting shit. It wasn't like 
<laughs> well, I walked past one a little too fast, and then it, it got after me, and then what? I hit it with my sword. And That's not what sheep it's do. A, yeah, well, I, maybe I'll They're in a street there. gang now. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep. Yeah, the muttons. The muttons. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> They're forming a muttony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Close, yeah, good enough. See, you, you know what? See, this is why, this is why you shouldn't have told me what this word is. Now yeah, I'm just you know, doing whatever I want with it. <laughs> it's your word now. Um, God. All right. I feel like we should take a quick break and come back and talk about some other games. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, we are back. Rob, what have you been up to? What are you playing right now? Uh, right now, I'm trying to read what's on Patrick's shirt. That's That looks like a bear's shirt, but it looks like it says, I'm allergic uh, to... Uh, to uh, we can't see because the microphone is oh, in the Oh, I'm allergic way. to Green Bay. But that's just, you know, that it really really rings hollow when... It was bought for me after the, the uh, 2018 season, Rob. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel <laughs> as good to wear it anymore. <laughs> if you, no bear's gear feels as good to wear. No. Like, there's people who are like, I will never regret this Khalil Mack jersey purchase. <laughs> and it's like, mm. How could that go wrong? He is a, a, a uh. bona fide Hall of Famer, first ballot. Like, how... Hmm, trade his ass away, get a third round draft pick. <laughs> Free that money up. Yeah. Uh so I've been I'm sorry playing. to both of you. It's been it's been rough. It's been rough getting your bears updates. Well, at least we got QB1. <laughs> yeah. You know? Red rifle, uh-huh. baby. Uh yeah, so I've been playing End Zone World Apart, which is the like it belongs to Is that a football the- game? <laughs> Not a, not an apt name because it turns out not to be a football game, um, nor an alt football game like Frozen End Zone, right? Sure, um, which turned into Frozen Cortex. Um, oh, right, they didn't keep that name, did they? Which I think probably was a mistake. Like, yeah, End Zone <laughs> would let you know it's a football thing. Yeah, Frozen Cortex just sounded like oh, doesn't sound like anything, but it was a football game. Anyway, uh, yeah, so End Zone, a world apart is a post-apocalyptic city builder. And I would say it's a little more focused on the city building than, say, Frostpunk, whereas, like, Frostpunk's designed to be mostly a narrative game, right, where you're doing enough management to advance the story, move deeper into your scenario, see what's going to happen. Frozen End Zone has narrative elements, but it is... Nope, just End Zone. I said Frozen End Zone, didn't I? You did. That's the football one. <laughs> yep. It's not even called that anymore. Near Automata End Zone. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. So, yeah. So, End Zone um, is, I think, a little bit more on the management side of the equation. Because what this is, you're building a city, but what you're really doing is managing your workforce. That is that is primarily uh, your your resource is what people are tasked on at any given time. 
And so are you coming in? Is the setup to a session of this? Also, is it is it a campaign game? Is there is that scenario based a session? It's scenario based. Okay, so like an anno is like an anno a little bit where it's like yeah, there's you're definitely a way through. Okay, um, um, especially because one of the major things is that people don't want to live in shitty places. Uh, so like, there's a big in this post apocalypse. There, it turns out there's degrees of shittiness. Uh, ah. So the setup is that your your people have emerged from their bunkers after some sort of it sounds like the um, like a sort of variety pack catastrophe. Like <laughs> is the landscape irradiated? Irradiated? Absolutely. Uh, is there a climate disaster? Uh huh. You betcha. Um, there might have been a, like a, a plague. I don't know. But either way, you've emerged from the bunker and everything is pretty fucked up. The other thing is enough time has gone by that there's a little bit of, um, oh gosh, what's that game that we all liked about the little duck is tactics game. The duck dude. Zero? Zero. Zero. Yeah. There's a little <laughs> bit of that where your, your people have forgotten a lot about the world that existed mm. before. So when you are reconnoitering like ruins, people can sort of kind of parse like written records and signage, but not really like there's like enough has huh. changed in the culture that like you're kind of aliens arriving at a ruined landscape. Um, but it is a game where you start out with very basic subsistence needs, uh, but obviously you're going to continue expanding and growing. And the, the, the real pressure point is that at the beginning, you're just kind of, basically like scraping scraping up ruins um and like that's the only source for like metal fabric things like that so everything's kind of scavenged and then reprocessed and you're kind of scaffolding up to a point where you can start to maybe do your own production and like start fabricating new things uh but that's a that's a long ways off and so you're constantly depleting your nearby resources and having to expand outward to find the next patch of ruins. Um, but the other thing is that you're going to, as, as that sprawl happens, one of the big things you have to contend with is that your people have to walk from their homes to work and from their work site to whatever resources they're getting. And so like travel times become debilitating. Like if you're building, like, let's say, I'm going to build a resource harvesting location far away from my town center, close to where a bunch of these ruins are. Great. But then your building team has to get materials from your depot all the way out to the middle of right. nowhere. And so you're like, I need this thing built. And it will take like two full days before the materials are even there for the builders to, like, to break ground. Those sorts of delays... Huh. Make it so that this is not a game where you can easily throw levers and say, like, I'm going to react to problems. Like, a lot of times you need to be ahead of what is happening um, on the resource front where the pinch is coming. And the pinch point is constantly changing because there's a couple elements. One, um, this is a game that's uh, very much about, like, controlled population growth. So the idea is you have shelters where like they're just communal bunks, block houses and such, but then you have homes and homes are where people have privacy and they start families. Mm -hmm. If they have homes, the problem is if you build homes for everyone, everyone will have families. You instantly outstrip your ability to support your colony. 
and you start having like disastrous resource shortfalls. So you kind of also need to make sure you're growing in a sustainable fashion. Um, but that requires anticipating like, okay, if I build this many homes, here's new workers are going to appear in my workforce. Others are going to age out and die. You kind of need to know where you're at in terms of replacement rate versus growth rate. Right. Like, the other element that's in play is the weather is constantly changing. And so like you can build a farm and the farm will uh, like if it's fruit trees, it might take a few seasons for it to start producing like viable fruit. Cool. Here's the thing. Um, every season, like the weather changes. And so there might just be a drought where none of your agriculture buildings really work uh, worth anything. And so then you just got to be like, Oh, we're, I guess we need to go hunting. We need to convert all this to a hunting economy. And but so at that point that is needing, that is you trying to be reactive in a way that's going to mean you're, you're going to have higher costs as you fail to have the food you need until you get that hunting stuff up and running, presumably. Right. Right. And like, you can try to balance it out, but even there you, you kind of want to be trying to read what's going to be efficient at any given moment so that you're getting the, mm. the most benefit. The other uh, thing that gets, introduced here is that the environment is fairly poisonous and so you have to make sure your people out there have protective gear uh but also like you will get a warning that like once you build the rate the rain the rate the weather station it will figure out hey uh the rain is varying degrees of radioactive and uh so you will see like oh yeah it's gonna be like we got good rainstorms coming in that'll be good for for uh like crops and such great except the rain collectors are now just like mainlining toxic water into your population so you can set up you know you can spend resources on purifiers but that might be so much toxicity that you just kind of want to batten down the hatches and don't even let that shit touch your uh collectors or your crops and so like there's always stuff to do and worry about and you're constantly rolling workforces from one place to the next and i'm not very good at it uh because i tend to get complacent about how things are going right it's like yeah i've got good good resource stocks uh, i think it's time to, to grow a little bit i don't fully realize that oh i grew just enough that my resource consumption rate is actually much greater than it was 10 minutes ago and I just have a gut level feeling where I look at that number on my food reserve and I'm like, that's tons of food. No, not anymore. It's the, there's twice as many people now. You haven't really tracked that. Yeah. Um, or it will be a situation where I don't like, I'm like, Hey, like farming's going great. It's fantastic. I, I love this. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a warning like, Hey, everyone's getting sick and dying from eating the food you're <laughs> harvesting. And I'm like, Oh, the radioactive rain. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Should have done something about that. The other angle of this is, and this is where a bit of the narrative stuff comes in. You send expeditions out into like story locations in the world. Mm. And you sort of also spend resources on like loading out those expedition teams. The interface is a little wonky. I don't particularly like it, but you get the idea of like, you make sure a doctor is with them. You make sure a scientist is with them, et cetera, et cetera. And that increases the odds of good events when they're on the expedition and like increases the odds of getting like good benefits. If you sort of send them out under crude um, or without the right crew, 
bad things might happen or you won't be able to access uh, the real rewards of the mission. And so that's the, that's the other trade-off is like taking people out of the workforce and sending them on these long-term like expeditions to learn something about the world. Um, there's a little bit of Mad Max stuff too, where it's like the Raiders will show up sometimes. Um, that isn't particularly engaging because it's the, the sort of situation where it's kind of just like a game of capture the flag where the Raiders come streaking in <laughs> and they will like try to like fuck shit up and like kill your workers. But mostly they'll try to beeline to a depot to steal a bunch of shit. And so you don't get the sense of you're under siege. Oh, the Raiders are here and they're posting up and they want to storm the city. What you get is more like they're playing this game of capture the flag where they're like, we just touched the depot. We yoink right. all these resources. <laughs> uh, so you better put a lot of guard towers up to, to shoot them down before they reach that location. That's not, that's not, again, that's like when, whenever Anno does combat stuff, I'm like, that's not why I'm here. You're not going to do this well enough for me to care. Unfortunately, yeah. but that's just what it is. Um, well, it, I'm watching footage. It looks really nice. Like I, I think it has like a, a, a good look for one of these. It's interesting to see another kind of post-apocalyptic city builder um, um, because of uh, because of the ways it's it's you know post-apocalyptic fiction and games especially are so interested in the kind of prepper fantasy um, in terms of like. How will you survive when all of our rules go to hell and like no one no one can be trusted anymore? Um, what will you, will you do? What it takes to blah blah blah. Um, and uh, normally that ends up being a very individualistic thing. And so anytime um, something in this space still grounds itself in there will be communities uh, and and how will they manage themselves? I'm I'm at least interested. That's not that doesn't mean that, that like. That model means that it's going to do it well necessarily, um, but but you know, yeah. The, the the politics of it are um, so far at least like fairly inoffensive. Like mostly, like if it has a politics, it's mostly of the um, hey, people now like living in the contemporary world. We live in enormously selfish, toxically right. individualistic societies that are inflicting harm on future generations. And so the perspective of this game is mostly like when characters do speak and give a perspective, most of what they say is like, can you believe that like <laughs> we have to split these resources and like measure all this out? And like, for instance, when you build a electricity station, people right. are like, can you believe that they just took this for granted? And because for you, you're like counting voltage, you're, you're, you're <laughs> counting how much current you can deliver um, and how much you can store during the hours where the sun is like set and right. you can like release from battery storage. Whereas in our time, people are buying and selling uh, trans transport containers filled with Bitcoin miners. Right. <laughs> and so that's, that's kind fun. of like that's that's the primary like politics of the game is like, hey, uh this is a post-apocalyptic world where people are starting to grow and thrive in a more collectivized model. And a lot of the commentary is this is being forced on these people because previous right. generations didn't engage in any kind of generational thinking. Whereas in your game, you're constantly thinking generationally. Uh, you're so there's none thinking. of the like, there's none of the uh, frost punk laws and culture side of this then. Uh, not so much in in my playthrough. It is mostly yeah. just a. It is mostly like an Anno style. I like just build those resources, like balance the the levers. 
Right, which still has a which which still is something you can it's still legible politically because of how it sets up lovers and stuff like that. But but I just remember Frostpunk went all the way to like, are you setting up a church or a police state? Which which direction are you going in in this post apocalyptic dystopia? Um. Uh. So so yeah. Um. I'm, it looks it looks cool. This seems like a thing I will buy on sale on Steam in in six months or whatever, and be like, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that's in my library now. Will I play it now? I'll probably find a reason not to. Uh, I will probably find a reason to again boot up No Man's Sky, uh, which briefly I did last night for a few <laughs> hours because of that drop, that new expansion that they just dropped, Expeditions, um, uh, which is like exactly the sort of thing that I would have loved to have existed while I was still streaming um, because the pitch on it really quick, and I'm not going to go deep here because it's still basically No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. is Expeditions sets up a new, it's a new game, it's a new game. But it puts everyone near each other in that new game and gives you a bunch of goals that give you immediate rewards that are like big upgrades to your suit and your ship. Everyone starts with basically – I don't know if everyone starts with the same type of ship or in the same like multi-tool and stuff or if that stuff is also uh, randomized but in a set. Uh, but basically it's almost like a – it's almost like a battle pass – for No Man's Sky, but like challenge based, where it's like, all right, visit a system with a red sun, visit a system with a blue sun, uh, you know, explore a- an abandoned freighter, have ten uh, encounters with space anomalies, um, do you know, walk this many miles on foot, um, and as you do that, you get rewards, and you fill up these different phases, um, and it's it's funneling you and every other player towards the same places. There are rendezvous points that you're going you know, two again and again. And so, well, you know, you start on a planet and there's like five other people there with you. Um, and, and that happens again and again, every, like every system I've jumped to has had like a handful of people there. And the idea of like, okay, this is going to just, we're going to do this for a month. And then this, this expedition will come to an end. You'll take bonuses back into your main game. You can keep playing in this game. You can keep this save as a normal save, but then next month there'll be a new expedition that's thematically, different that's like okay this is going to be one that's all about animal uh, uh you know um raising or whatever and maybe that that expedition is only going to go for a week or something like that um I, I think it's a neat idea and it's a it's a the sort of thing that i badly wish had been there when they first did their big multiplayer push because it puts you together in a much more organic way um i'm curious to see how the fandom like responds to it um, there's just been updates to things like the UI that that I can't tell if I like them more or not because it's been so long since I played the previous uh, versions of it. Um, uh, and then and then the the I'd say the last thing here is that like that game is seems to be completely cross save and cross play now. Um, your rewards go from save to save across systems. Your you see people who are playing on on different consoles with a little icon next to them off in the distance um it's neat it's neat to see that that game has now become that thing you know in an even more fully fledged way so also it just looks really good it just it, it yeah that, that next gen update looked really i did nice. not i did not really jump in when that <laughs> hit and it, it just it does look just fantastic same with nice. um I, I briefly looked at that uh insomniac put out a uh, uh, 60 FPS patch for the 2016 Ratchet and Clank mm. for PS4, and f- 
damn. I mean, I, I, I didn't play Ratchet and Clank on PS2, but I got into it with the PS3 one. Uh, I can forget what that one was called. Um, but uh, really liked the PS, and I've played the series like you know regularly as they've released new ones um, in the years since. And the 2016 one is a especially good Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it looks just. Uh, it made me all the more excited for the new one coming out in June because um, the just the aesthetic of those games is a lot of fun and it looks gorgeous at 60 frames a second. And so to see what Insomniac does with, you know, a proper next gen one in a couple of months is. Yeah, is really exciting. Speaking of things with uh, pretty striking uh, kind of aesthetic styles, uh, I see, Patrick, you played some Narita Boy. yeah. Don't know much, yeah, do, would you uh, like a game that has a bunch of scenes where this would be a cool wallpaper on my desktop? Um, Yikes. And I, I don't, mean, yes. The answer is yes, and sometimes that is what I want. Yeah, Narita Boy, which is uh, it's it's uh, a new game out for a bunch of platforms. I played it on uh, Switch. Um, it was, a, I believe, a Kickstarter game from some years uh, back. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a Tron-ish sort of thing. You get sucked into a digital world. There's a bunch of like, I can hate it when I get sucked to do a digital you know, world. Uh, but let me figure that out for myself. You know, it seems to yeah. not go well for everyone else. Oh, but you know, uh, yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I've seen people <laughs> say that. I don't. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't gonna, worry about it. Yeah, it's gonna go on. Just That's just for moving. the listeners. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's gorgeous. Like there are. It's like, really pretty. Like quite literally, huh. some of the most striking pixel animation. I have ever, ever seen like the sorts of things that I, you know, when you'll see like on Twitter, someone's like, look at this, like some amazing pixel artist will make like this little scene of something. It's like, boy, I'd love to play a whole video game of that. And it's like, why would you do that? Because that would take far too much work <laughs> to, to conceivably do. Um, this game is filled with scenes like that where you are just walking around and it's just like this. I just want to look at this. And then you have to move the character um, <laughs> and it it all falls apart. I don't like oh, the way no. the, platform, the platforming is extremely floaty. In, and I'm yeah. uh, anti-floaty when it comes to platformers in general. Mm-hmm. I know people uh, feel <clears throat> differently about their there platforming people, physics. Yeah, there are floaters out there. There are Yeah, there are people that like to claim it's fun to control Little Big Planet. And they're wrong, but, but like, you know, <laughs> do your do you know do your thing. How um, many beefs have we started today? <laughs> that was a big beef day. Yeah. If someone, yeah, you know, if, if, a, if a listener could keep track and um, send that to Kato so he could, he could yeah. add it to the- We need uh, the beef score. To the, sh- to the show notes. <laughs> the beef yeah. score. Ew. Ew. <laughs> um, yeah, Arby's- Is a mutton the, score uh, better than a beef score? <laughs> yeah, probably, prefer. you know. And yeah, it's it's and it's not, but at least the planet feels intentionally floaty. Like I know what they're going for, and I just don't like it. This just (laughs) this doesn't feel like I know what you're going for, and I don't like it. It just doesn't feel good, and the combat doesn't feel uh, good. Um, And it's just it's just too bad because I played 90 minutes, and it really the 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 motivation was like I want to want to know what the next scene. Looks like, and I don't want to watch it on a. I mean, I, I you know, on YouTube or on a stream would be fine, but there's comp- there, you know, there's some measure of compression there, and I'm not playing this in 4K because I'm playing it on a, on a Switch, but you know, it still just looks ah, it just looks incredible. And I looked up how long it was. I was like, all right, it's not like it's not bad, bad. It's just like not gripping me at all, and all I want to do is just see the the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only like six hours long, so there's like I played. Well, I'm a third through it. 
Like I could probably kind of you muddle through, through and see see more of it. So we'll see where it falls on my plate. But it's just too bad because I can't remember the last time I played a game where I was just so awestruck by what was in like the the like the it's just the disconnect between the attention to detail and the precision of the art is just not reflected mechanically um, in the game. Even just small things like it's a it's not quite a Castlevania ish game, but you're often presented with fairly lo- like large ish maps that you are like running between and, and doing various uh, things um, and going in and out of doors. And like frequently like the doors are just, you should just be able to run through this door. It's that's just to the left and you have to hit the up button to go in every single door. Mm. And so you'll just be like, it's just a tiny thing. Like it's not that big of a deal, but it's just, it's a game in which again, like the art, every single detail has clearly been considered and, and, and thought through and, and the, the actual like, playing of the game part it just feels very muddled and it feels like the the art got the you know in the hierarchy of of what this game's importance was like the art yeah you know crushed it it's 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 gorgeous and then the rest of it is just kind of game feel not there yeah just not yeah Yeah. it's like i'd you know would rather watch like a series of screensavers which i don't mean to be like derogatory it's just like it's just to underscore how good the art in this is (laughs) relative to, to to the rest of it um so yeah, like it's very pretty, but I, I don't know that I would recommend. It'll be the kind of game where it's like if it's on a sale, you know, or something. Like it's it's not so act like I was not repulsed by the gameplay. Uh, it was more just I want a better reason to like keep going from left to right, and it was not not really giving me that. It's on the uh, Game Pass, so that well, there you go, perfect. Nice. Yeah, you know what? That that this is that is a perfect Game Pass game <laughs> because I mean truly like. Like mm-hmm. one, I bet it looks even cool, like even better in 4K, like uh, uh, than I was playing on Switch. But also, like you know, you can play the 90 minutes and like see a bunch of the the gorgeous vistas and like r- incredible pixel animation. And you might, like me, feel like maybe you've gotten your fill, um, and that's all you needed to see. So that's cool. That's that's the you know that's the new part about Game Pass, I guess. Hearing you talk about like how much you just preferred the art to the actual game did make me realize like this is because i love that critique certainly myself like that was kind of my feeling about adios um yeah which is and i'm pretty sure that's how the character ends up saying it at the end where he's like adios because <laughs> yeah that's the kind uh-huh. of guy he is um but mm. like when i when i played that i was like it kind of feels more like a short play than like and it would be better as a short play than as a game the difference is i'll play a game games have a way of getting to me i'm like i, I this see. sounds right. interesting i will play that cuz i play games and this sounds cool if someone's like hey i put my uh you know short film on you know, I, I loaded my short film on uh, on YouTube or something or on Vimeo. Vimeo, like, I think I was gonna say that's yeah, where the short yeah, films Vimeo. go. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm not watching that. Like what? Like, and I think there's you a similar mean just thing a where, random person. You don't mean a friend of yours. <laughs> In my scenario, it was like a friend of yours was like, "Hey, I put a short film on Vimeo," and you were like, "I'm not watching that." No, I'm definitely no. If it's, if it's my friend, Rob, I'm definitely I've, saying I've I'm gotten, so excited. I've gotten to watch into that. art during COVID. You know, I'm I'm a little scared to show you the thing I've been working on. You know, I've got kids. It's like it's just this little thing I've been working on in my spare time it's called mutton um it's uh <laughs> i ain't eating all that i'm happy for you though we're sorry that happened mutton nah uh but 
I think so. Like I look, I look at this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this does look incredible. And if I were at like a gallery or something, it's like, yeah. check out yes. art in this style. I'd be like, cool. But will I be at that gallery? Well, not in this world, but like maybe in a, in a better time. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you create art like this, I think there's a problem of how do you find an audience for it. You know, I just. You can say, hey, here's a game. People will play it. They, w- they will encounter it. But then you're kind of on the hook to make a game that is worthy of the art to an extent. You end up in this exact place. And it is kind of a shame that, like. I feel like it, it goes to waste. It's like, yeah, like, one, it's it's like it's not. It makes it so that, uh, I don't know, like the motivating factor to get to the new art, like, is. Like, it's like, I know there's a bunch of gourd. Like, there's, like four, like, four hours of incredible art I'm just probably never going to see. It's like, ah, I just don't want to swing that sword. Like, I just don't. Yeah. Whereas if it was in, I don't know, some, like, shorter form, like, point-and-click adventure game. Like, it really feels like I'm, like, frequently I would playing and I'm like, I'd much rather this just had no combat and I was just playing out. And the narrative's not that interesting either. But, like, I'd be willing to, yeah. like, fumble through that, like, in service of seeing the art. Um, and it's clear they wanted to make, like, a, you know, a, an action game. It's just, like, the action part is just, like, eh. Not great. So not there. But it's, hey, it's if you people should at the very least look up a, a trailer for it and, yes. and see what we're talking about in terms of just like to to give a little bit more detail on it. Like everything is is this sort of like extremely well rendered two D uh, pixel art stuff that feels in the same conversation as something like sword and um, sorcery, sword and sorcery, the, the or uh, um, uh, what's the. Uh, the negotiation well, one that um, I always forget the name of. It's like a cyberpunk. I think it was the same. The same. What did you do? In it? You negot. You negotiated. <laughs> the negotiator? And your people got killed. No, not the negotiator. <laughs> uh, gods will be watching. Gods oh, will be watching. Yes, right. yes. which uh, gods will be watching also felt like it was riffing. Like sword and sorcery, yes. like establish a yes. sort of like uh, you know tall fairly, pixels, yeah, long tall, tall, tall characters, people. Uh, tall. Did you say tall no, pickles? pickles. <laughs> tall also, pickles. My favorite rug rat. Tall pickles. Uh, tall pickles. <laughs> There's also kind um, of a then, ni- then, digital nightmare Studio Ghibli uh, aesthetic happening here. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah, well, like yeah, there there are like vast natural vistas. The thing I was going to say that separates it, I think, from a lot of those other touchstones is like you'll see characters in this that have like long cloth robes and the robes move with, with like very smooth, like textile animation, which is not what you think of when you think of like, Oh yeah, this is a digital Tron like thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's also soft. It's also mm. flowing in a way that, that I don't traditionally think of when I think about this style of art. It's very, very pretty. I'm mad. It doesn't play well. <laughs> yeah. Me, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm going to try it. Kind I'm going to try it for sure. Yeah, Patrick could be wrong. I, what if, what if this is the second before. coming of Flashback? <laughs> what if this is the second coming of Justin McElroy not liking the fishing minigame and ignoring <laughs> something? Very good. Except this time it's Patrick, and in five I years, I just wish we were a screensaver. Okay, Patrick, sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was going to review this game, but then I decided <laughs> I just wrote screensaver and then in parentheses derogatory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Narita yeah. Boys on Game Pass now. <laughs> uh, anything else anyone wants to to say that they played, talk about? Oh, I just uh, uh, I, I I finished Mundon. Uh, oh, how was it? Uh, it's great. It's it's a really special, weird, interesting. You know, mechanically mixed, but for the fact that it's like largely made by one person and 
the uh did you get far enough austin to collect hay in a cart no there, there are whole ass driving mechanics i knew there was a car because i saw <laughs> i think i opened the menu at some point and i was like oh here's the 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 controls for this for this vehicle yes. I was like what the fuck are you talking about when that about? game revealed that car i was like this seems ominous the, it, the, yeah there are just wait full- did you also play it rob a little or bit yeah you- Okay. Uh, yeah, there is just full on. Um, there is a sequence where you need to like go up the mountain and you need to collect a certain amount of objects to go up that mountain, and one of them is to collect hay. And so there is a hay collecting vehicle, which, from what I understand, uh, looking at the creator's uh, Twitter account, um, is is inspired by a real life uh, like hay uh, collecting uh, vehicle. Um, and um, yeah, it's got like full on, you know, driving. Like it's good. Like it feels fine for what for yeah. what it is. And by far the funniest part about it is, and I, I kind of wish the game had done more with this, and it, it doesn't because you know the scope of it is is fairly limited. Um, yeah, how it, how long was it? it was like uh, I'm I, guessing. I, like, I if you if you were not poking around and kind of yeah. just hustling through the narrative, you know, it's three four hours. I okay. it took me a little long. It took me closer to six. I was like I enjoyed brewing coffee um uh at like every spot i could to increase my fear uh resistance uh and things oh, like that wise. um uh but you that's can, why you, I, that's why i drink so much coffee exactly it's it, <laughs> uh, well it increases my fear resistance for the draft i need to finish uh that day um <laughs> like that yeah. cup of moral courage uh <laughs> and and but so you mentioned when you discussed the game that uh, one of the, the neat things uh, about Amundan is that when you uh, look at the different paintings, it kind of evokes somewhat like uh, a feeling of that scene. You'll you'll get you won't yeah. like get transported there necessarily, but you get you're like kind of like emotionally transported. Yeah, there. there's like, a look, sound. There's yeah, a, it zooms in. You'll like if you're looking yeah. at a winter scene, like you hear kids playing and like you know sleigh bells, like that sort of thing. And that's one of the you know the environmental bits of throughout the game is to like every time you see a painting, like you should look at it because you're gonna get a little bit of storytelling out of it. Well, once you unlock this fucking car. Any, and I did not realize this until fairly late into the game because it didn't communicate it in like a tutorial text, uh, but I guess you were just supposed to figure it out, is that you'll notice in uh, there are these various places where like the car could be parked and like it's uh-huh. within the game world. There are multiple versions of this, but the car is not there. And yeah, you'll uh, I didn't put this together, but like um, there's a poster in there and it's like a poster where clearly like the full poster of that would include a drawing of this car. And so you look at the poster and slowly it ominously zooms in. You And then you see the sketch of the car like coming into focus. Oh, and then when it fills in, you look to your right outside the door like, ta-da, look at this fucking hay car like ready for you to drive. <laughs> but I would say a good half the time – like it doesn't it like bounces it from like a oh, parallel incredible. universe. So like you'll go well, out like there and it, like, it in. And it goes like bonk and it like it'll like fall on the ground and like at a weird <laughs> angle. Like very oh. uh counter to the uh uh like self-serious the deliberate, very deliberate yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh like the A24 going for. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the game also knows that it can happen, like it accounts for this because, like, the moment you'll go out once you summoned it once, it is like, "Hey, I heard what the text said." It was like basically the text is like, "Yo, did this shit spawn into the world weird? Like, you can go and just do it again. Like, you could respawn that vehicle if it didn't come into the world correctly." Um, and actually, like, it was an enjoyable like moment of levity and like an otherwise like 
uh, you know, I'd say, uh, I know, Austin, you're not a big horror person. So, uh, you know, if you oh, are. I'm big, going back to it. I just need. No, no, no. To I, be, no I just mean you You yeah. were like pretty taken by like this. You're like, damn, this game is uh, yeah. like pretty scary. Like, I think it is. Like, it, I well, think you it's have to remember like, Where I'm, I played through. Think yeah. about where I played through versus I don't. I have no idea what happens after you to the grandfather's cabin. Right. right. So if it's six hours and it never gets back to the height of entering the first painting. No, it does. I, and I will say uh, that. I don't, again, you I didn't, have you no didn't get idea. To, you didn't get to the bees, right? I did not get to the bees. <laughs> you know. The bees are bees. Yeah, uh-huh. you didn't get to the bees, and you didn't get to the um, how should I uh, the 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 thing in the snow is what I'll say. I don't want to say anything right. more than that. But um, I, I think the other thing is just like this is so much more of the space that actually creeps me the fuck out than something like. Like people who are, I I played through all of Resident Evil Two. It's nothing for me. It's that's an action yeah, game for sure. me. Even the Nem- even the Mister X shit is just like, oh, this is really fun. I don't respond to that at all. That sure. style of like campy horror doesn't do shit for me. But the you're alone in a house in a small. T- uh, it's folk you know, horror. it's it's the classic uh, uh, line from Das Racists. Uh, I forget the name of the song. I'm afraid of clowns. I'm afraid of small towns. <laughs> Something like positive energy. I'm afraid of all frowns. Uh, and that is, this is a weird small town you're going back to for weird familial drama reasons. Yep. Uh, and it feels fucking bad. It feels like everything there is about to break on top of you. Everything's wrong. And, like every conversation yes. you have with, like, there's only a handful of people, but every time it's just like, man, shit ain't. Shit is not right. <laughs> I've gone back. That was the one thing where, like, the parish priest was like, you know, you don't need to come back. Your grandfather burned to death under mysterious circumstances. But cool. and I was like, you know what? Thanks. You got this? Good. You got it? Good. But I'm going to stay here. Not in the, uh, the, the mountains of Switzerland. I'm all right. Yeah, the, but the story is great. When you find out what is going on and the, the nature of, of the town and the seat like the the secret of, of the town mm-hmm. and like that involves your grandfather it's really good the storytelling is is fantastic the there are um there are five different endings there are like multiple points where you can uh they're both like moral decisions and one that is kind of a puzzle uh that I would love to explain but don't want to spoil um maybe at some point uh, we can circle back to it because it's I'm I'm going to, I'm, I'm in the middle of interviewing the developer and I want to unpack like there's a final sequence uh, in the game that's like really fascinating narratively. Um I got a I got a bummer things did not things did not work out well are for there, mul- there are multiple endings. Five. Yeah, five. Five. Um, okay, and, well, uh, that's interesting. And mine did mine was great. I fucking love my it is it is some uh twilight zone ass shit where it's just like, well, Okay, well, that's unfortunate for multiple people uh, involved, um, huh. but it, it was very satisfying. Like, had I not known there were multiple endings, I would have accepted that ending as like it, it doesn't. Fe- it doesn't feel. Uh, I mean, like often games that ha- communicate that they have multiple endings, your impulse is then, well, I need to go see what the other doors opened, and. One, this game has not been covered. Like, there's not even good, like, YouTube walkthroughs. Um, so I couldn't even, like, just immediately go to YouTube and be like, show me all the endings because no one <laughs> no one has done that. If someone could go and do that, that would be um, nice so I could see it. But if I if I never see any of the other ones, I, I felt such satisfaction and resolution at the end of it, even if it went, you know, you know quote, unquote, poorly. Um, it felt so narratively fitting for the journey that my character – 
went on. And yeah, I just, yeah, it's, again, the mechanics are a little rough, um, but I, I think it's worth muddling through. I believe you can also like turn down like the difficulty of, like the encounters don't, you know, mean all that much. There's yeah, like only, yeah. like, again, there's this uh, snow sequence that I think is the most powerful sequence in the game, um, is the scariest sequence in the game. And uh, like that one worked for me the most. Um, it was kind of a, a I would say, uh, I'd be curious if this one worked for you because there's a, some Mr. X vibes okay. happening, um, okay. but in a much different context. Different, um, yeah, but I yeah. think that it would I mean, actually the scare the shit out of you. Presumably the difference is I'm not going to, I, I, there is combat in this, right? So it isn't. Yeah, that's also one of the funnier things is like, again, like I remember huh. the first time that I snuck up on uh, a walking barrel of hay monster, which is much scarier in in practice than in description, um, <laughs> but not by much, not by okay. much, not by much. Um, um, and the first time I encounter, like the way they work is uh, at night, basically at the daytime, no enemies at night, you, you'll get some enemies and uh they have like I don't know like uh like lights emanating from their eyes that is how they kind of like scan the environment and they have some kind of haunting uh, noises associated with them so you're kind of either supposed to you can avoid them entirely which is totally fine um, you don't have to kill anything in this game um, you can use your matches to light like lines of barrels of hay that will like slowly re- often slowly reach them and then light them on fire. Um, or you can hit him with this, uh, you know, pitchfork. And when I like snuck up behind him, and the pitchfork is you don't just hit like the mouse uh, uh, button and then it goes forward. You hold it and then you wind up like you're going. Whoop, like uh, I'm getting this. I'm getting this pitchfork ready for this good, motherfucker. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and when you do it, it's like boom. It goes like bonus sneak damage. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's incredible. Very out of character for. Like, and oh. again, there's not like, there's not like, uh, you pick up the pitchfork and like often in a game, it'll be like, Hey, let's explain what you can do with this pitchfork. Like pause, like, mm-hmm. Hey, if you enemies, if you sneak up behind them, like you're going to get like bonus damage that like can preserve this pitchfork that you can only hit with like four times before it breaks. Um, no, it's just like out of nowhere. It's just like, it's like, like, I wouldn't be surprised. If there was an unreal tournament voice. It's like bonus sneak damage for <laughs> fucking up this walking pile of hay, bro. Um, bailed out. Little, <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. But somehow it fits like it all. Like, I don't know. The whole game has a vibe that even though that <sighs> part like doesn't feel like it's, I don't know. It all still worked for me. It, I, it's, I think it's a really spectacular yeah, uh, piece all right. of I'm game design. Yeah, I'm going to fucking play it. It's I'm short, play it's it. short enough that, that, I, yeah, that I would – I played it in, like, hour chunks. Like, the yeah, game that's... has, um, like, first day, second day, third day. And I would just, like, play a day, put it down – um, and then there's like a very clearly, you know, like last day and like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're at the end. Um, and I, I hundred percent think it's worth going back to, to, to see, see it through because like the, yeah, like the, again, like when you know, find out what's going on and I want you to experience the snow sequence to tell me okay. what you, what you think of it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's also, I bought it. Good. Like, it's not like I, do, I don't have it. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> yeah, just, need yeah, to, yeah. I just need to, yeah, yeah. I just need to play it. I just need to be like, okay, I'm just today. The thing I'm going to do is play this game. Is this game on game pass too? Did someone, I don't think is it that, is. No, but it's is on it? Xbox. Uh, it seems like a good, it's yeah. I don't uh, Genesis noir is the one that, that, Oh, on okay. I, so, I, I wish it was, uh, it is the kind of game that I wish was, Mm-hmm. on game pass because i feel like it's it's 
Um, it, Game Pass is just a wild thing. I'm looking at the recently added on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and what a weird collection. Crisis 3, Narita Boy, Genesis Noir, uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, Dead Outriders. Fire. Outriders. They just bought Superland. that two weeks ago. We're just like, I don't know. Put that shit on Game Pass 2, I guess. Like, Wait, is Outriders? it? You didn't is see that? that? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, not Outri- Outriders? That new, Outriders. The new Square game. No, Octopath. Octopath? No. Uh, the Square what? Enix the loot game. The shooter the game? Just, lo- yeah. You missed this two weeks ago? They were just like, yeah, fuck it. We, I don't know. Microsoft wrote they, a check, and it's just on Game Pass now. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the right price for Outriders. Yeah, it I'm, is. I'm ready to pick up my Outriders save, which I think is today. It, uh, yeah, today yeah, or yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, d- yeah. Dude, yeah they, just added, they just added that shit on, on Game Pass out of nowhere. Wow, which I think they do all right. I think they just that's identify. Do all right. Well, I think yeah. that I think you see Microsoft do a shitload of that this year with like all the AAA games getting delayed. I, I, you know, the best thing they can do to fill their lineup is like I don't know. Here's a check. Put it on Game Pass. Um, Shit. But it, but it's just to say that I, I you know, Mondon oh, is, is it a, only on Game Pass on console? It's not on. It's not on the PC I Game, Game Pass? Pass. I think. I think. That would be strange, but I guess that could be true. The PC version is not available on Game Pass. I Uh, bet you there was already some deal in terms of placement somewhere else or something. Is that on the Um, Epic Game Store? Is that why, maybe? I don't think it is. I think it's on Steam. I think it's it's on Steam. Steam. Anyway. But, like, something like Game Pass, like, creates a low-risk investment for people. I mean, that's, you know, it's the benefit of subscription services. 100%. You you can put shit on there um, that's, you know, in theory more experienced. And, like, Mundon is, like, it's... It's got problems. Like it's a little wonky. It's it's really rickety. But like what yeah. it does well, it does so well. And it is the kind of game that I would so benefit from just someone not having to go pay, you know, whatever, ten, fifteen dollars mm-hmm. for it. Which I think it's absolutely worth. But I would I totally get why someone would be like, hey, yeah, okay, maybe I'll just go watch a let's play uh, or, yeah. or whatever. And if, and if scary games aren't for you, like you know, go do your thing um, in that regard. But. It, man, it's the kind of game that, like, I can no, see a I lot, wanna, a lot more people that. taking a risk on if they're like, oh, yeah, it's just on yeah. Game Pass. Like, I'll just fuck around with it. And right. I think it would find a a, a bigger audience um, that way. So I hope it ends up on something like that at, at some point because it's – I feel like it's going to be one of those games that at the end of the year, a handful of people will be like, this is the best thing you I played this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, and it has, like, 75 likely. positive reviews on Steam. Um, <laughs> Although 136 yeah, right sucks. now. So. Needs more. Okay. Right. You know, yeah, you know, let's pump up. that up. You yeah. know, get over let's there. Go. I'm going to go over there. I don't write reviews on Steam. I, I don't write reviews for Waypoint. I write reviews on Steam now for games <laughs> that Good. I'm trying to enter, Thanks. you know. Uh, anyway, Mundon's very good. People should Mundon's very good. Play. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a dip in the question bucket unless is there anything, uh, Rob, did you want to shout out? Dorfer Montique? Uh, yeah, it's super. It's a super quick shout out. It's a... um. <sighs> A tile placement game, puzzle game, and yeah. it is very cute, very chill, uh, very meditative. It's uh, so chill, and also I wish I was better at it, which is a weird feeling. It's huh. super forgiving until it's not. So the here's yes. the catch. So you just put down little little hexagonal tiles, and like yeah. village goes with village, bonus points for like creating big bonus villages. Point. Bonus points. And oh, look at all these fields I have. And they go together because, like, which hex edge they face. If it adjoins another matching hex edge, you get more points and you get little challenges. Like, if you build a a railway that's 15 tiles long, you'll get, like, a new building, a new type of tile. And also, you'll be rewarded with more tiles to put down. And a lot of times the game is like, oh, you got, like, 60 tiles that are in your stack that you can put down. You got tiles for days. This is great. And then you like realize, oh, I only got like 15 left. How do I get more? 
well, you need to close out some of these goals you've been given, like wrap up this village where you need to have like eight house tiles uh, in a group and then it needs to be sealed off. That needs to be the extent of the village. And you're like, I don't know how, like, I don't have the pieces. I can't, where's, I, yeah, how do I connect it? I can't do it. There's no house on this side of the tile to connect to another house. Do I, I could put the field down. No, if you put the field down, you destroy the village. The village doesn't count anymore. You're not going to complete it. Sorry, no. But it's a nice village. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get any points for it. Yeah, and so it's it's a very funny thing where, like, you, like the game doesn't feel hard. It almost feels like an idle game until yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I need to I need to build this railway, and none of the railway shit lines up the right way. Like, my night My railways and my rivers are the most hideous things you've ever... Oh I God. watched the trailer for this game, oh and God. they show you this beautiful running river. Oh, it's so, it's so pleasant, picturesque. Mm. I could just sit out by that river. Any point in that river is the most beautiful river you've ever been to. Not my river. My river is a tangled mess of cords. It, is, it goes all over the place. There are three dead ends. You don't want to talk about my railway. I once built a railway that went between two different points in a forest. That's it. It didn't touch people. There is no one out there. I like. So there's two things. One, like I got a railway junction once and then I got nothing but really bendy, twisty, like railway turn tiles. So yes. I had a railway junction that was just a knot, just a big fucked up <laughs> knot of railway and didn't go anywhere. It was like uh, normal railway. Like track that's an in. art piece. That's an installation piece <laughs> is what that is. Yeah. It's uh, a monument. It's an ironic system. It's an ironic comment on, uh, on, on shipping logistics. Yes. Uh, but then my other, I got this hex today that it turns out there's a hex that I'm just legit afraid of. It's a twisty river and a twisty railway, both on the same hex. No. <laughs> yeah. And so what I was, was like, I got to put that? this somewhere. So I just kind of like put it on a river and I was like, I hope I get the railway pieces to make something <laughs> of that. Cause like there was no, there's no for the uh. railway to go. Like there's no for where for it to connect to unless I like, Got really lucky with things that let me build the river and the railway pointing in completely different directions. And yeah. that was like my moonshot. I couldn't do it. Um, and so we should be clear, like this is not a game. This is not mini Metro. This is not SimCity. The, the trains don't matter. This is not a game about managing a place. It, it, it's almost like it's almost like a, a, a paint by number or not paint by number. Um, but like a, a clip art or something st studio where you're putting things together based on these tiles and ending up with a really pretty place and you're being scored on how well you put it together according to rules and mini challenges and stuff. It's really pretty. People should people should at least look at some video and screenshots of it. Yeah. It's like nine bucks on Steam. Nicole Clark did a write-up of it for us. Um, it's yeah. it's not yeah, it's not much money, and it is at first I was underwhelmed, and then I was like, oh, this thing does have little teeth. Like it like like this is this is actually a really tricky little puzzler in ways that are surprising. Yeah. Totally. Um, all right. I'm gonna take a quick dip in the question bucket. If you have questions, you can send them to gaming at vice.com. This one comes in from Ben, who says, How long do you microwave your ice cream? <laughs> okay so i'm familiar uh, with this practice <laughs> i don't have a microwave, my dad knows so. this yeah i also don't have a microwave so rob you'll have to take the lead on this one okay so the answer is i don't because i really like shaving 
just stingy little scrapes of ice cream <laughs> off just a block of just icy frozen. Oh, it's the, that's my favorite Patrick part. Patrick is beside God. himself. Where you got to fight for that ice cream. It's like, I can't even get a good spoonful. I just get <laughs> the most delicate little shaving and it just evaporates on <laughs> my tongue. Oh, the <laughs> ecstasy. Oops, However, oops I've, like bent, I've bent the third spoon trying to <laughs> get this yeah. ice yeah. cream that's been in here. Uh, well, uh, 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 you know, now I'm coming around in it because when... Uh, the, the, the you know uh, my daughter is the one who probably eats like the most ice cream on a regular basis and her little spoons like I usually I'm like I'll use her spoon to get it out They're, those are not as strong as the normal spoons I like broken like two of them just like <laughs> get, getting that shit out mm-hmm. of there but still nonetheless I'm not microwaving the ice cream I just deal with the bent so <laughs> wow. some people do that to soften the ice cream so they can serve it yeah okay some people love the ice cream soup. Excuse me? And so, oh, yeah, there's, Kato, there are some sick people in this world. And one they, of them is they, my dad. They, they love mechanics, and they love ice cream soup. God damn my, my dad nukes the shit out of his ice cream so that there's, well, hold like. On, hold on, hold on. What does that mean? Like, are we talking a minute? Are we getting no. warm? Well, it, like it depends. Like we're talking like the Edie's like big tub thing. Are you talking about? Talking yeah, about you're not pint? saying. You're saying the whole box goes in. Yeah. for him, and then he okay. hits Mike. So it's not that he's taking it out, taking and the then bowl, microwaving and then it. microwaving that into a puddle. No. How does it not he, leak everywhere? I think it does. <laughs> it does. No, it doesn't. Like no. these things are pretty well sealed up. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Like right. the construction. The, the the drum part is a pretty durable cardboard, and then there's uh, like the the base wraps around. It's pretty tight. Okay. Point is, uh, so my dad will like nuke it, and it gets super soupy, and he can just like just haul that out, like puts the serving scooper in, oh and like God. just comes out big chunks because like oh it's God. it's soft. But like the amount of ice cream that is like consistent, like where I'm like, yes, that is not melted ice cream. That is that is uh, frozen cream. It's like 50-50. Like it's <laughs> it's most it's like half runny, half like frozen cream still. And that's how he loves no. it. And I'm like, this is appalling. That's not it. I'm with you. That's not it. That's sorry to your dad, he's not welcome here. It's just sugar you know, cream. With those opinions. I mean, yeah. like the, no longer the iced I, cream. <laughs> there were times when I was a kid where I enjoyed taking vanilla ice cream, putting the chocolate syrup in it, and I would stir it together. So it became kind of like a soft serve, but like it was still it was cold. Still, and I, I I did the work to like mix those things That's together. such a chilled child thing to do though, of the yeah. like mixing things together that other people, yeah. that adults don't mix. You're like, oh, I yeah. don't, I, I'm just going to put all the sodas in a cup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, I like it frozen hard as a rock. I want my Ben and Jerry's to be like an engineering challenge <laughs> where we are excavating yeah. like the ruins of a candy yeah. bar and slowly just like, okay, Bill, so Bill, we need to create a relief shaft here. here. Bill, bring, bring down the shovels. That's what DVR game was about. Just trying to get. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. I need a relief cut beneath the edge of this coffee wafer. <laughs> Oh God! Have you seen the um, the? Do you know the lockpicking lawyer? Yeah. Mm-mm. Do you know no. who that is? Oh. The YouTuber who is uh, a defense attorney who shows you how to pick locks. Yeah. Uh, which is already a great sell. <laughs> uh, but part of the thing that he does is 
he, if I remember right, part of the way the way he wins cases is to go in front of a jury and basically be like, "Look at how shitty this lock is." Anybody could have picked this lock. This lock could have fallen apart easily. Wait, he caveman lawyers it? <laughs> he caveman lawyers it, basically, yeah. Uh, anyway, he has 2.8 million subscribers uh, on his website sure. uh, or on his YouTube channel. Wait. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's very it's very fun to watch yeah. him completely take apart these locks. It's great. Uh, um, and he did a thing once with ice cream. And I know what you're thinking. That's not how that should that's not what the job is uh he has a wife uh who i think smartly thinks that his hobby is stupid um (laughs) and so i mean i guess it's his career at this point yeah uh and so he was like i know what i'll do i'll do a a test i'll show her that lock picking can be rewarding and fun uh, and i'll take her favorite ben and jerry's and put this euphora lock on it which is a type of ben and jerry's like branded lock you can lock up your ben and jerry's and put a code on it which is what i'm sure it was a funny gimmick thing uh i'm not going to get into the politics of this existing i think it sucks what i will say is uh if you just jump to like a minute in you can see that he has um uh he puts on the lock he changes the code or whatever he's like there it is and then we'll see how it goes and it's like all right the next day and it cuts to a picture of the Ben and Jerry's thing just sawn, the top of it sawn off, the lock forcibly like ripped down below because it doesn't have anything to lock onto anymore. And then cellophane, ra- ra- you know, ceramic wrap is great. around it. It's oh, so funny. It's actually the best because oh. this is exactly the sort of like outside the box thinking that he uses all the time to show how the locks are, are chintzy and don't hold up. Uh, and the fact that she just does it to him is just incredible mm, queen mm, shit mm, it's the mm, best mm, mm. the uh, first the top top voted comment you're sharing a home with a master thief <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh so uh, hold on though so he's going in front of like juries and being like the prosecution's case is like this master lock and just like fucking with it as he what like describes how the case falls apart just like this lock no 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 <laughs> i think it's specifically my, it's my, my, uh, you can't say that my client did this because look at how bad this lock is. Anyone oh. could have broken this lock. Okay. Do you see? Uh, <laughs> which I think is probably. So he's like, we'll cop to criminal trespass, but we will not. Correct. We will not go down for breaking into no, maybe these that's, storage maybe that's Maybe that's that story. That's how it was told to me. You know, um, I uh, that's how see, the person who put me onto them. Sorry, I was imagining him, him being like, prosecution's case is like a lock. And what we have to do, and I was thinking about how much I hated dudes in um, like improvisational speaking who yeah. like you would hear them because the judges in, in speech competitions don't hear you all the time. Like they don't like you see the other competitors day in, day out. Uh, the judges don't. They see you like once per event. And so there were motherfuckers who had like, canned bits that they would do no matter what the prompt they would be like the the classic one the classic shitty one is webster's dictionary defines yeah, and yeah. they would do that or they would tell some anecdote that then they would just repurpose uh to somehow fit the prompt i fucking hated those people because one it was it was bad um i was like you guys can't extemporize for shit you're garbage um <laughs> And I enjoyed smoking those people until my grades slipped to below the point where I was allowed to compete in speech. 
But I just hated I hated the the posers. Yeah, that that shit sucks. Come from original Um, bits. So yeah, maybe that is um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I keep wanting to say anachronistic. That's not the word I'm looking for. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's that's a false story. Maybe that's just a a a a rumor. uh, Now I need to know accurate. But I do need to know now. Now I am. Now I'm like I want to do a deep dive on on this motherfucker. Anyway, we feel better if you were if you were staring down the barrels from serious charges. With yeah. serious time. Yeah. You feel better or worse if you like Google your lawyer <laughs> and you're like, what? And it's like just him fucking with locks. Like, would you feel better or worse? Better, I think. I think better. better. Uh, yeah. I, I think better. How successful yeah. is he? Yeah, yeah. 2.6 million is like, yo, I. Yeah. You're, 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 yeah. You have a, you have, you have a second, <laughs> like, second salary doing this. But he's still being a it, lawyer's right there in the in the title of the page, so that tells me, you know, he passed the bar. That's the bar. <laughs> he calls himself a lawyer. I'm gonna hire him. Um, I we have to keep moving because we have two really important ones here. One is from Nick, who says, "I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm writing in about my deeply held sandwich order of operation beliefs that I normally try so hard to suppress as to not be ostracized <laughs> by uninquisitive normies." Kato, I love you, but as a second generation deli slicer, I have to speak. Sandwiches with meatless corners because your deli meat cuts are round is a solved issue. I have included diagrams since some of us here have to seem to require visual aids, Rob. Here's the first image. This is an image of a piece of bread with uh, some sliced deli meat. Uh, I, I get like, what the, I get. Okay. Uh, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was expecting it to, uh, you know, you can make straight edges out of cut deli meat, but that goes beyond the point of whatever. I get no. I get this is what you're describing. I see it. You're not wrong, but yeah. this is how it's done by a fool, by an absolute buffoon. <laughs> you got to fold them shits, and then we get a couple more images here. If you lay your slices on folded, you get a long straight edge right. that will cover from corner to corner. Then just follow that across <laughs> full coverage, same number of slices you'd be using otherwise. And as a as an added bonus, look at that volume. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's folded deli meats. <laughs> Furthermore, in terms of original question uh, and which uncut corner to start at, here's what happens. You take a solid two-handed hold of that sandwich. You hold it in front of you upright like you're getting ready to deliver the news. Then you bring it up and you bite a top corner. I'm pretty sure I start with the right corner likely have something to do with being right-handed. I'd be curious to hear from left-handed sandwich eaters, which sounds like some sort of 1930s mixed company insult. <laughs> yeah, you're a left, left-handed sandwich eater. Love to all, Nick. Uh, that looks like a good sandwich. That I mean, I want like more sandwich. on it. But the this is the case. This case, this is a solved problem. Nick is not wrong. Right. I guess. So. Who's taking the time? I don't want to touch the 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 meat for that long. Is the is the real thing? What meat is? It's, Your head's slightly. This greasy. is getting weird again. <laughs> this is getting weird again. <laughs> what? This is not. That's why I'm, I'm like it's, barely, I'm like tossing those things you're on eating there, Kato. It's going in your body. Yeah, if there's something wrong with the meat, you're gonna feel it. No, no, no. I mean. You know, meat is greasy, like slightly greasy. Wash your hands. But I don't want to. That's why I have the bread there. I'm just going to toss them on really Whoa. quick. <laughs> Whoa. So now I'm, I'm imagining now I Kato. I never oh, eating prepared by Kato. Like, he's like, dang, he like, he sees, you know, he's like, oh shit, I'm hungry for a sandwich. Look. And then realizes, I got to touch that meat. And he's like, he's like grabbing it, like tossing, like tossing it like yeah, you know, a bean bag yeah, like frisbee it out of the like, container into the sandwich 
I just saying, I feel like you're spending too much time touching the meat at this point, and it's gonna get you're all over your hands. Food. It's food prep. Yeah. You're touch the meat. <laughs> I. I got another question. We have to. We just have to keep moving. Alan in in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, St. Louis. Dear Waypoint crew, what's good? The conversation that the Canadian brought up in uh, episode 380. I love it. The Canadian. That the Canadian (laughs) brought up in episode 380 has stuck with me and made me reflect on my own sandwich eating. My question is, are there any foods uh, uh, that you've changed how you eat them? If so, why? This is not the real question. This is not. That's a very fun forward. It's like, oh, here's a question. For the past several years, (laughs) I've eaten the same type of sandwich as part of my Monday through Friday lunch. I'm going to just show you an image. Mm. And I'm going to read. I'll have Wait, hold on. Am I interpret- they're eating this every Monday or every day? This is Every day. Every Monday day. through Friday. This is their right. Monday through Friday lunch. To make okay. it, I start with a slice. Um, <laughs> oh, a slice That's just a salad. Whole, I, I start with a slice of whole grain bread with a thin layer of spinach just to cover and act as a barrier thin? for any for any possible meat juice. I Next see is the a thin layer. Yeah. Thin slice of turkey. <laughs> That is about 1.5 the size of, of bread, which uh, uh, which uh, uh, of which an edge can be folded over so there are no dead meat zones in the sandwich. Thank you, Alan, for getting the email from Nick. The turkey is followed by a generous three to four inch pile of spinach. See figure A in the attachments. It is finished off with sriracha uh, on the twin slice of whole grain. I know this is a weird sandwich in okay. bold, says Alan. And I eat it weirdly, too. Since mm, it is so great. tall, you need to understand how Keep tall going. this is. This is a how very tall, tall. Do you, how do we want to describe the, the tallness um, of the sandwich? Okay, well, so there's some mason jars in the background, yep. or those yeah. might be Fido jars. But uh, there's like some taller one. There's a taller one in the background, and the sandwich is about half that height. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, easily. Like, we're talking like a six inch sandwich here. Easy, mm-hmm. easy. In height, in height. Uh, and I eat it weirdly, too. Since it's so tall, cutting it diagonally is a no-go, as a top bread slice would lead to a, to lead to a side and fall off. Trust me, I've tried it. So I eat it by starting on the corner and continuing to circle the center until it is the last piece to eat. Again, I do this because the center is usually has the most... I, I do this because the center usually has the most spinach leaves. I created the strange sandwich for many for its many health benefits. Thank you for intellectually stimulating critiques of media that shape the culture around us. Alan in St. Louis, Missouri. I didn't even notice the turkey. The yeah, first no, like no, five times. It might as well not be this. there. It's just that's just that's just texture. Yeah, this is a spinach sandwich. Yeah, this is turkey become a condiment here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, this is this is an inverse sandwich because for most of us, right, the turkey yeah. layer would be maybe not that thick, but that's the predominant, you know, like, yeah, element of the, the sandwich. And then the like, volume have, again, yeah, yeah. And then you're mm-hmm. putting on, you know, a layer of, uh, of greenery, and like they've just they've just turned this around. God, this damn. is a sa- this would, is just like a weird salad. Oh, sorry, Rob. Yeah, I would probably just blanch or saute that spinach if I want that spinach. <laughs> mm. I would probably just blanch and saute it and maybe dress it up a little bit. And, Sounds like your uh, hands might get dirty, though, Rob. Yeah, you don't want that. True. That's, you know, that's why you, you don't want to use sandwich. your hands while you're eating lunch. <laughs> Look, you know, you want to <laughs> just love a love to grab grab a hold of a big prophylactic bread slice. Just <laughs> gotta get my lunch gloves on. God, um, uh, one more little little one here, Rob. This is for you. This is this is a ironclad defense force. Uh, someone with multiple hundred uh, hundreds of hours in the game in in Slay the Spire. Uh, I feel like it's I, I have I've, 
I felt it necessary to come to the defense of both my main uh, man, the Iron Lad, possibly my favorite class, and the Sneko Eye. Your huh. besmirchment will not stand. I will correct it with facts and logic, or perhaps a long-winded <laughs> ramble. Only you can say for certain. One, the Ironclad rips and is definitely not the simplest class. Don't overlook the suite of cards that use the exhaust mechanics. Feel no pain, fiend fire, true grit, etc. Destroying your own cards spooks a lot of folks, but the effects are spectacularly powerful. And two, the Sneko Eye also <laughs> rips. Uh, if you build around it, the plus two draw provides vastly more consistency than the randomization takes away. In fact... Randomizing the uh, two to three cost cards means it costs less on average, not more. So make sure you pick up those high cost, high impact cards and you will be loving life most turns. Sometimes the Sneko Eye do just be a Sneko Eye. <laughs> um, uh, I just wanted to read this one. This comes in from PC on uh, 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 on I said on PC, but that's just the person's name. PC via email. But on the Discord, there were lots of other people who were saying, oh, the Sneko Eye is great if you build around it by just getting expensive cards. Because then your economy gets better. So, Rob, take that take that knowledge into your next Slay the Spire run, uh, please. That's that's I'd like to hear I'd like to hear your further improvement down that road. <laughs> um, I hear one more. Sabrina writes in with something I have a good answer for. Um, <clears throat> Hello, Waypoint crew. Regarding the recent bread discussion, I didn't have any strong feelings on bread directions or orientations, but immediately realized I do eat sandwiches right side of the house to left side. It lets you navigate the bumpy top at your own pace, which is a very funny. It lets you it lets you navigate the bumpy top at your own pace. More importantly, if I get a pickle with my sandwich, I always eat half the sandwich, uh, then the pickle. Then the other half. Mm. Also, fortune cookies. Eat half the cookie, then read the fortune, then eat the other half. I don't know when I decided to do this. I don't know why I decided <laughs> to do this, but I am committed to it now. Love the show and food question bucket. Thanks, Sabrina. Cannot I, I cannot agree with this pickle eating situation. Wait, what's your pickle eating? So you, you, you eat also it have with some it. sort of you eat it with it. Like, like you, you take like, a couple you bites, like, you, take, you go back and forth yeah, in equal yeah, yeah. measure. You go back and forth. In equal yeah, measure. Mix That's the point. Mix it Otherwise, up. like, yeah. yeah, you're just eating a pickle in the middle of your sandwich. But I also could... Uh, eating a pickle is a nice thing. Yeah, it's fine, but when let you're having be, a sandwich, let, you want a pickle. Let's not forget that eating a pickle is a very nice thing all on, all on its own. <laughs> but then you would just have a pickle. If you have a pickle with a sandwich, the I point is, they mesh together but well. Honestly, right, this is why... They do mesh together. They bring something out of each other. Yeah. That's why some pickle, some sandwiches have pickles on them. Yeah, they they just always do that. I don't understand the pickle spear as a separate thing. People honestly. don't like pickles. That's why. Well, that's fine because they just I, don't get a pickle I, because, at all. Because you go out. Yeah, you, let's say I go out to to dinner with my friend Holly. Holly doesn't like pickles, uh, and now she gets to say, "Hey, do you like pickles?" And I get a pickle. If it's on right. her sandwich, I'm not going to touch that. That's no. a meat hand situation. Yeah, right. You don't want to. <laughs> all right, I just want to say one thing quick thing about the pickle spear. Uh, yeah, on like a hoagie roll or something, the pickle spear something makes a whole lot of sense. Like, right, or like sure. a hot dog. Um, huh. if you have a beautiful uh, mm. like Vienna beef hot dog, and you just put that pickle spear, and you got pickle with every bite, <gasps> slice, and just a slash of mustard. Oh, heaven! Slice the hot dog slice lengthways, it. wedge the spear, wedge the pickle in, in. wedge the spear in to the yeah, hot like dog. This. <laughs> Y'all saw the hot dog, the corn dog pickle going around yesterday. Yeah. Excuse me. Y'all didn't see this. I didn't Y'all see this. No. Uh, I'll see if I can find it real quick. But does anyone else have um have uh, 
food rituals while I'm trying to find this image. Like, so the thing is, I definitely do the same thing. Not the same thing. I also have a fortune cookie thing, mm. which is if if the fortune cookie is broken already in the bag, it doesn't count. Oh, one second. Let me just start. <laughs> Fortunes don't aren't real. This isn't a real thing. Sure. This All isn't. Right. Okay. However. Already starting aggressive. <laughs> however, if I had a fortune cookie yep. and it was broken in the bag, that's that fortune doesn't right. count. That fortune Obviously. does. It, it, the magic seeped out because the fortune cookie broke. The only way a fortune look, counts specifically, it's not bad. It's nothing. It's mundane. Sure. It's it's okay. less than it's there's lost. no the, the magics have left. Yeah, uh, uh, there is a way to get bad luck. I'll get there. The <laughs> only the the proper fortune cookie eating habit, and this is 100 percent developed by me as like a 12 year old, and I've kept to it for the last 24 years. After that, uh, is you open the fortune cookie, you have to eat the whole thing. No crumb. Like everything has to go in your body. Then you read the fortune. Then it's a then that fortune becomes true. Anything less than that, because you have to you have to show full commitment and devotion to the fortune cookie. This is what you were told. See, I I just arrived at this intuitively. Which I think actually speaks to the power of the fortune cookie. What are you saying? Did you do you snap the cookie with your hands? My fingers. My fingers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like so that I cup it so that there could be no crumbs that fall. I definitely lost. I I definitely bite half of it and make sure to hold the thing Mm. if it's on the wrong end. Sometimes right. it's in the no. one that you're biting the paper, into. <laughs> the paper is in there. Kind of. <laughs> right. I'm not biting into that with that. No. You snap it. And you snap out. half of it off in your mouth, and then you pull a little bit, and you can see which half it's on. And then you kind of mm, like. Not feeling that. <laughs> not feeling Patrick's it. Um, but if you could, you could just use your hands. You know, Kato. But I know yeah, you got you know. <laughs> thing about your hands. Food. If you open the cookie and read the fortune, and then eat the cookie. That fortune is going to come at you the wrong way. Ooh. This is the the monkey, monkey paw pearls, yeah. and you get the <laughs> negative version of the of the fortune comes true. Right. Because what you've done is you're committing to the cookie only after you see evidence that it would benefit you. Damn. And I know most fortunes are positive, <laughs> but I you have to show faith to the cookie to get the the cookie's reward. Which is the fortune. Anyway, here's the pickle thing. <laughs> Disneyland is advertising a hot dog stuffed inside a dill pickle that is fried and served with a side of peanut butter. Oh. Well, from, oh wait, okay. Uh, Hold Barnes. on. I was with you till that. I didn't read there. the joke after that. I didn't read the bad joke after that. Okay. I've skipped that bit. Because people can eat whatever they want and don't need to be fucking attacked with claims that, that it's unhealthy. It's fine. Like... If you go to Disneyland, you're allowed to eat this. Oh, was the joke about bad. the fucking like uh, like coronary paddles? The yes, yeah. that was the joke. Fuck yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh But I this I I I would try this. I would, I don't I think don't, I would try the peanut butter. Yeah, this is what I I'm don't saying. Think the peanut that's butter. That's the part that threw me, me off. I was like, Pete. Mm. That so, uh, sounds good. I mean, fried pickles you, are good. Hot dogs right? are good. Wait, is it corn dog stuff? How is it fried? There's an image. I don't know. Is there? It looks. Yeah, I posted it. Oh, I posted it in <laughs> the wrong channel. I posted it somewhere else. Okay, <laughs> so, th- so this is this is important though. Is that that does yes. look like corn dog? That looks like corn dog. Ooh, I don't know like they, about that. They roll it in panko. Maybe. Know. Maybe. Who knows? I think it looks good. I don't like corn dogs uh, in general, so. I've never had a corn dog. This is a Ever? huge missed spot for my Americana food huh. stuff. 
I know this is a big Midwest like carnival slash fair thing is in my mind. Huh. I'm to get you to a state the, fair. Yeah, I, I have never say, been to a state fair. What? I've been to carnivals. I've been all I've been to carnivals and boardwalks my whole life. But I've never been That's, to a state fair. I've been to I've been to the 4 I've never H been club. to the boardwalk. So even carnivals wow. had haven't had this for you for some reason. No, they've had them. Oh, I've okay. never gotten them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why would I get a corn dog? No one I no one and no one in my family Corn dogs, no. Corn not, dogs, it's, no. It's what? It's mm, so, it's not good. You walk in to Austin's <laughs> parents' house, and it's like live, no. love, corn dogs. <laughs> dot dot dot. No. no. <laughs> uh. Anyway, that's our food talk for the week. Uh, that is going to be our podcast for the if week. That was we'll just be back next week. Fried yeah, batter. Kinda- if that was just fried batter, the way that you fry a pickle, I'm all in yeah. on this. I think but that's I don't know about the corn. This. this seems a l- yeah. The sweet corn dog. I don't like corn dogs it's in sweet? the first place. The corn dog is sweet. Slightly. Well, it's the the, the breading the is better. Can be very pancakey. Yeah, it's like corn. Like you know, corn okay, is it's sweet see. the way but that the corn is sweet. Stone. But um, yeah. I don't. I'd still try this. Mm. This looks this this is, is a corn dog intriguing. Is a corn dog a no, crepe? I'm not, doing that. I'm not even. Hmm. What year is it, Rob? <laughs> No, I th- I don't think it's thin enough. I think there's a uh, too much. I would agree. Right, like it's too much dough on that. What on really interesting is the peanut butter. There's too much dough on like, the pickle. Somebody thinks that peanut butter is going to complement it, and peanut butter seems like one of those things where it works in surprising places. That's true. It also depends on the peanut butter. I feel like, like, is that because here's the thing that I'm I've been struggling with food wise recently is like I didn't know people that that sugared peanut butter existed. Uh, I always just assumed what. what uh, well, like I, we didn't. We always got like the whatever. You, so you never like, even encountered like Peter Pan. I mean, I've or seen GIF? it. We've just never had it. Like you've never had it. Like okay. as a kid, like my mom was always very like, "We're gonna get these ground peanuts. It's gonna be great." Uh, right. And okay. so, like, oh, I didn't damn, know so life. You yeah, your whole life you've been living good. Yeah, clean. no, I love I love it. And like Real the first shit. time I in, encountered it recently, I was like, wait, why does this off? And I looked at the the I like it was like I accidentally bought a, a a jar of it, not realizing that it was it had sugar in it. And I was like, this is gross. <laughs> why? Yeah, it's too much. Who who I, did I, this? I'm yeah. trying to put jelly next to this. This is too right. sweet altogether. hundred um, percent. So depending like palate. I think that I think that uh, if that's sugared uh, peanut butter, I don't know. I think just like but you're, but you're saying if it's just good old fashioned, just peanuts that are crushed, maybe butter, a little salt yeah. in there. I think that could. I yeah. think that could work. Yeah, the salt. yeah, I see that. Yeah. All right. Well, on that <laughs> note, we're gonna wrap up. We'll be back next week. I hope everyone has a safe weekend. I'm happy that here in 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 the the part of the world I'm in, uh, the weather is getting warmer feels like <laughs> yeah it feels like we're getting we're getting through it we're getting through it together god damn it um you can find me on twitter at austin underscore walker you can find everything we do twitter.com slash waypoint waypoint.vice.com patrick where can people find you find me getting mad because i briefly looked over at twitter and someone posted a fake thread that was bloodborne complete edition coming to steam this summer and my no, heart's uh, literally not today's skip the beat yeah. It's not Skipped doing a beat. that. Today's fucking day, isn't it's it? It's April Fool's. No, I know, I know that, but like, I didn't. Pro- I, my eye just like yeah. glanced while a conversation was happening. Saw it. Heart skips a beat. Brain catches up and goes, "Oh, that's just someone being an asshole." 
Fuck. <laughs> and Patrick Klepek. Outriders has beaten the peak of Marvel's Avengers on Steam. In well, just a day. both works out for Square. No, thirty-eight <laughs> minutes took thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, true. That one probably cost a lot less to make. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Uh, Rob, where can people find you? At Rob Zachney. Uh, I want to shout out this piece, Gabriel Knight creator, Jane Jensen's successful second act, erotic novelist by Duncan Fife, one of my favorite games writers over on waypointadvice.com. Uh, uh, people should go give that a read. Jane Jensen uh, has had a wild career, and I think that the story of like what came after the stuff that everyone knew about in terms of uh, early early <laughs> games work. Um, when I say early, what I really mean is foundational, <laughs> foundational uh, <laughs> games work with 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 Gabriel Knight. Um, uh, you should go read that story. It's really fascinating. Uh, is there anything else people want to shout out on the site? I'm sorry. I'm really distracted by Mina's growing distemper. I had a, a, a feature earlier this week uh, that went up about um, – Amnesia Rebirth, in which uh, the developers found that a surprising number of their audience could not empathize with just playing a pregnant woman, um, which is like, that's the character you play in Amnesia Rebirth. And they were pretty taken aback um, by that. So I I talked to the developers about what it's like to (laughs) like have a portion of your audience just be like, no, to like... (laughs) Jeez. A person, um, uh, and not just to a person, to a type of person, yeah. of which there are billions, have been billions <laughs> in our yeah. lifetime. Can I? Re- Look, can I, I, I sympathize. Uh, Sometimes you just do not want the reality of human reproduction forced down your throat. Why are you gonna um, put that in the game? Yeah, you know, like it. this qu- this this quote that I have um, from uh, it, like you, all you have to do is go to like the negative Steam reviews, and of like this is like predominantly. And it's funny because like I think Amnesia Rebirth is like not that great anyway <laughs> like this is like that's not the hill you had to die on there's like a lot to critique in that game um this one person wrote um and see if you can uh the 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 phrase that like picked up on twitter yesterday or earliest week when i was sharing was i'm not an anti-natalist or anything oh, the yeah. farthest <laughs> you could get from it actually i plan to have many children but to me these kinds of stories always come across as cheesy and forced and i uh i introduced a lot of people to the to the phrase anti Natalist. I, I, I didn't know it was a thing, but sh- you know what? It's the internet. So uh, somebody else would have pointed out how exquisite the "I plan to have many children" thing. <laughs> just what an exquisite aside that is, too. <laughs> yeah, I should note it's in parentheses. It's not. Uh, it's not even. I <laughs> uh, also shout out Patrick. You did an interview with uh, the developer of Fatum Betula, right? This yes. week. Yeah. Uh, yeah which that is that PS One horror game we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Not not an actual PS One. PS One inspired the or mm-hmm. you know low poly early early three D vibes. Um, that I thought that was pretty interesting too. So go give that a look. Also, yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track. Miss you off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that waypoint slash b o e n. We'll be back next week with more Waypoint Radio. Until then, fuck capitalism. Go home. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Food emails continue to just be so fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mina. Mina. All right. Da, da, da. Dog's in a foul mood because she's been eating bland chicken and rice now for like three days. And oh, stomach thing. Yeah. And yeah. so she yeah. doesn't understand why, like, she feels fine. So why are we continuing to punish Mina? Question. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand years prison. Yeah, exactly. Kick, kick exactly. Me yet? Yeah. You kick All right. Mina? All right. Take care. Peace. Bye, y'all. Yep.